Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, there it is Wednesday, the 8th day of November, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Good morning. On the other side of the glass, it is the beautiful-faced Kyle. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that Get It On The Text Machine. Give us a like, share, follow, if you don't mind, at Listen to the BS on the social media, as the kids call it, mm-hmm. on YouTube at The Bailey Show, and you can get our podcast and stream us anytime, anyplace, anywhere. On the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, or anywhere that you get your podcast today, we release a new episode, episode 12, I believe, of the BS Uncensored podcast that is the thing that we put out there outside of the radio program that we do each and every day. Uh, closer to eight o'clock. You got t- why do you keep agreeing with me? Because you're saying things that I like and are true. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's going to be like this for the next four hours. The sky uh-huh. is blue. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Green Day with Smashing Pumpkins. Rancid, the Linda Linda, September 20th of next year. That's at Oracle Park. Those tickets, we'll get those in your hands uh, closer to eight o'clock. Uh, around if you don't know Jeff. And uh, once again, the big fat bribe continues here at 98 Rock. That means. Numerous opportunities throughout the day to win $500. So uh, when we return, we'll tell you what song you're listening for and all the details that go along with that. Um, so, uh, what time is it? Okay. So cl- at the end of this hour, mm-hmm. all right, I, I thought I really don't like when things don't work out the way that I expect them to work out. Mm-hmm. You're ridiculous. The, no, I'm not ridiculous. This was I, I, this was so exciting for me because I thought for one of the first times that I and I, I'm going to be very generic about this, and I'm sorry, I'm not doing that to, to jerk you around, but I'll explain it all here in about an hour. Um, I got reverse worked, you know, and I very rarely get worked, but I I got reverse worked, you know. I had this big master plan, mm-hmm. and then it all came crashing down. And I want some answers. <laughs> I can't wait to hear <laughs> Because I feel like there's more than one person involved, and I'm going to get somebody on the phone that's going to be able to help me understand. Yeah, there he is. Believe uh, that. Uh, you, I, I hope you're not involved. I'm not involved. Okay. I stayed out of it. I know how to mind my own business. Okay, because I could, I could see so this something, you nope. jumping in, you know, getting nope. involved. I don't think Nelson would do that. I know nope. Kyle wouldn't do that, but... You know, you, but you think I would? Y- yeah, I think you would. I know when to mind my own business. Yeah, but this isn't one of those things like it's minding my own business because if you didn't mind your own business, you'd be like, ah, ha, ha, and I couldn't be mad because it'd be what's considered cute or funny. No, 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 no. Also, I know like what? code, you know, 
Well, that's what I, I was trying is, not to go there. There so, is yeah. cold, that's but why I'm speaking what? general because you know what I'm saying. I don't want the wrath of Bailey on me, so I mind my business. So well, she got Bailey code. Bailey code. Well, there's a Bailey code. Uh, Trump's uh, yeah. gender code. Maybe who knows? You guys want to see some cool pictures? Yeah. All right. So maybe we can post these on our social. Just take a picture of the picture. Look at this. All right. So these are my people from the FBI Citizens Academy. We had class last night. They gave oh. it, was, it, was, it was give us picture night. Mm-hmm. Look so at there. look at that. This is all of us at the range when we went to go shoot the the guns. Okay, and good then, group of people. All right, now check this. Now I want you to look at this picture, okay? And then I want you to look carefully at this picture, and I want you to tell me if you, at a glance, see something that looks odd. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I literally Nelson I I did. I showed you these before the show, uh-huh. but I just noticed something in that picture. Mm-hmm. All, All right, right, so I'm looking. Isn't that a cool picture, though? It's me at the range. It is a cool with picture. With the gun shooting. I got the FBI uh, ears on. It's pretty cool. You see anything that's just that looks at a glance, it's not what it is, but at a glance looks odd. Hmm. Well, if you don't see it now, let me have it back. Okay, All right, I don't, you don't see it. You don't see it? Nelson, you're a pretty observant person. See if you see it. It's one of those like pictures that you'll scroll in your Twitter feed and it'll be like, one's not like the other, you know, see anything at a glance that doesn't look, it looks a little off. I don't think I do. Nothing. The only thing I saw that I would have said is the placement right up here. Oh my God. Now yeah. it has nothing nope. to do with, huh? Nothing to do yeah. with the gun. Nothing okay. to do with the gun. Look at that number five, lane five. I see, like, I, my eyes were drawn to that, but it's like... Is what does it look like at a glance? Because it's hanging. It's not upright. Doesn't it look like a symbol that's not friendly? <laughs> oh, oh. Right? Yeah. Wow, yeah, it does. It, it does, doesn't Which it? It gives you a little motivation. Right, exactly. I mean... A motivation to fight I, back. You don't see that? Look at that. See I that? See it now. See the f- now I see it. Yeah, yeah. now you, you see, see it. it. <laughs> Dude, last night's class, again, absolutely fascinating. There was... Uh, we only had three speakers. First, it was pizza. Somebody brought pizza. Oh, let me tell you this. So, they brought pizza uh, from Old Town Pizza. I've never had Old Town Pizza. You're looking for good pizza? Are you purposely not saying what the symbol is, by the way? Well, it looks like a swastika. Okay. Well, I just yeah, didn't know I, if you were was, dancing around that, but I, for those that can't, since only two people can see the... Yeah, you know, but it's not, obviously. It's not. You know, it's no. Just, I don't want to... Uh, just at first blush. Right. Yeah, <laughs> You're not implying anything. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying at the FBI range they have... <laughs> no! ...hated, non-welcome symbols that we shoot at. Well, you know, yeah. That's you not know. what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's uh, Old Town Pizza. Uh, somebody, one of you guys was looking for pizza at one time. I'm we're always, always looking for, always pizza, looking for yes. pizza. Really, really good pizza. Okay. So somebody, whoever was in charge of food, brought this pizza. Never had it before. It was very delicious. And then they brought cannolis, and they had a little salad and I stuff. And somebody had brought a cake. Like, it, it was done at a bakery. It was a beautiful, like, blue-glazed, shiny cake that said, mm. FBI citizens got it. And so this gentleman that's in the class that I've, I've talked to numerous times, and we're at the same table. His name's Sergey, uh, and 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 we're we're in line together, and we're talking about the cake. Mm-hmm. Like, beautiful cake, beautiful cake. Doesn't say yeah, yeah, it looks good, looks delicious. Blah blah blah. We go, we sit down, we start uh, the first session. The first session was absolutely remarkable. Uh, the agent in charge that came and spoke to us talked to about uh, talked to us. He's, he's in gang stuff. Okay. So he talked to us about MS13. And got the education on MS-13 and how they almost commandeered a city here in California because they're an El Salvadorian gang. Sure. And, you know, the whole backstory. And then it's like El Salvador to California, to L.A. And then there was uh, a smaller city south, I believe, of L.A. 
that has a bunch of El Salvadorian people. They try to commandeer. Absolutely fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. And the FBI, you know, eventually came to the rescue, saved the day, <clears throat> which was cool. So that was that. Then the next speaker was this gentleman who's the bomb dude mm-hmm. at the FBI. This guy was serious stuff. I mean, he looked like a G.I. Joe figure. He was badass, right? <laughs> and so he had the hallways all booby-trapped. So he, he was like a, a field trip. Uh-huh. And he took us around the hallways, and there was three people that got to put on SWAT vest. You, you know? didn't get to put it on? Nah, I wasn't up front. He picked three oh. other people. But I no, he, they put on bomb vests, and I was part of the SWAT team. So it was like we were going through, and then he would ask the group. And I got a lot of the answers right, by the way. Oh, look at you. I was the one, because I'm a big talker in class. Shocker. I bet you are. And so he's like, he's asking different questions, and it's like, what do we do with this? How, you know, it's a cell phone, and it's got wrapped, and they had all these, like, really, really fun. And then we get outside, and uh, he had some uh, some little things that went boom. Mm-hmm. And this this younger FBI agent that works in the bomb squad He's got the little robot that you see, you know, the metal robot. And he's using a PlayStation joystick, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's a thing. And a question I asked him, I said, was your biggest training playing video games and growing up in that generation? And he alluded to the fact, yes. I mean, it's, it's you know, you kind of laugh at kids that play video games or people that play video games. But I'll tell you this. I used to play tennis with a retired heart surgeon. And, you know, he was in his 60s. I mean, this was, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago. And, uh you know, as technology advanced while he was still practicing, mm-hmm. while he was still a doctor, he actually had to go train, and they trained him on new heart surgery techniques with video games. Oh, wow. Nice. I and never I, knew that. And I learned that because one day uh, when we were playing tennis, he asked for my son's phone number, and I thought that was weird. <laughs> and I said, why? He goes, well, I wanted to see if he wanted to swap some video games. And I said, well, what's weird? Is it for you or your kids? He's like, no, me. I play, you know, I'm addicted to it now. Uh-huh. And I said, why? And then he goes and he tells me how it all started. So, you know, this kid's playing with this robot that goes and disarms and, you know, does stuff with bombs, the PlayStation remote. So that was cool. And then we come in and this uh, young lady, this uh, agent in charge, this young lady, she talked to us about domestic terrorism and whatnot. She's mm-hmm. a young, young girl. Uh, but she's like a third generation FBI agent. Which was really uh, nice. cool. Yeah, that part of the story was just cool in itself. Sure. You know, going through college, her grandfather was her hero, and and then I think it was her aunt, and then maybe somebody else, and she's just like, this is what I want to do for a living. I, I, I'm i enamored by this class. I'm going to join the Alumni Association. I bet you are. Not, no, I'm serious. So I can go back and, and do stuff with them. Because, oh, okay. So when you know, you're a part of the alumni, you get to go every time this class is being held? I think, I think like you can. I think you can go and, you know, be a... Just hang out. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but I know one of the dudes in the class is uh, alumni. He came up and was asking to be on the show and stuff. So what? Uh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, saw the, I saw the truck pull up. We're going to need. Uh, so, so Channel 13 <laughs> was out there last night. They put me on camera. <laughs> and, I, and I asked Gina, I asked Gina, I said, Hey, is there any way you can tell him to put Buck Wagon cover as my lower oh third? Oh, my God. <laughs> she got a kick out of that. You know, oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't ask him to do it, but I was like, you know, if I, had a, if I had a relationship with the guy, I think his name's Steve, Steve Largent. He's been in the market for a long time. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be rude. I just, we're new. I'm new, so that's the first time I met him. But he was a very nice guy. Uh, and I was like, yeah, what are the odds? Maybe I'll just do a little trade-off. I'll have him on our show. In return, he has to put Buck Wagon cover as his lower third. 
That'll get some noise, right? Yes, it will. That'll get some noise. All right. Uh, the Big Fat Bribe, $500. If you'd like to win, you need to know what song you are listening for, and you need to know what to do when that song plays in order to get the duckies, as you just heard. So stick around, and we'll tell you what song it is here next. Thank Show me the money. money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Bribe. Once again, numerous opportunities here uh, to give you $500. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You all choked up. <laughs> so you are listening for this song for the Big Fat Bribe song of the day. My Chemical Romance, welcome to the Black Parade. Because one day I'll leave you a phantom to lead you in the summer to join the Black Parade. What a great song. Yeah. Great album. And one of like one of like the most iconic when it comes to emo or whatever you would call the genre. Emo. One of the most uh, iconic openings to a song. Absolutely. Yeah. It made I mean it made my chemical romance a a top a top tier band. Yes. You know. I mean they were good before. I was always a fan of my chemical romance, but and welcome to the Black Parade. I mean, that's even turned into, I believe, uh, a stadium song. Like, I can see that. I mean, like I, I think I, I think I remember seeing that on a list. I'm like, that's kind of an odd stadium song, but a fantastic song nonetheless. Anyway, you will be listening for all day long on 98 Rock, My Chemical Romance. Welcome to the Black Parade. When you hear it, you're going to be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. Then you will win $500. I say this each and every morning because we still have like. Couple more weeks of doing this, so we've got plenty of money to give to you. Yes, we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. your your first opportunity to win the money, the duckies, will be with us the BS before ten a.m. So deal with it, deal with us, put up with us. Hope you get a kick out of something that we say, uh, and then come back tomorrow and listen. Nonetheless, you are if you're just listening for the song, so be it. Mm-hmm. But my chemical Ramos, <laughs> welcome to the Black Parade. Uh, so sometime next year, <clears throat> uh, just a heads up. For uh, us that live here in in or around Sacramento, but I think this is just really the the city of Sacramento. I think I don't know. Yes, is that right? Am I reading yes. this right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, rep- yeah, representatives from the city of Sacramento. This is right there. Representatives from the city of Sacramento <laughs> may start peeking into your garbage cans at the curb. I'm not a fan of this. Me either. either. I mean, this is this is kind of, um, I mean, New World Order creepy stuff, right? <laughs> that. If they find scraps of food, I mean, this is real. I'm not making this story right. up. I mean, this is a real story, and there's a reason behind it. So mm-hmm. if they find scraps of food or greasy pizza boxes in the waste, you can then expect a friendly tag notifying you of a no-no. This mm-hmm. is bad. You do not do this. Mm-hmm. So why are they doing this? The methane emissions at California's landfills, fueled by the decomposition of organic waste, are a considerable source of greenhouse gas production that is contributing to climate change, they say. That's why the city is prepared to go through your garbage uh, and do that. They cal- I mean, it, like, it's not better ways we could spend the money. That's what I'm saying. They want you to separate now your food from your waste, and they have these separate bins and bags that they want you to to use. I'm like, that's a lot of stuff to go through just to throw away trash. Well, not that I want to get into the back and forth of uh, climate change, mm-hmm. you know, but I think you know those that are kind of in the middle uh, that maybe believe in it, don't believe in it, 
you know, question it. You know, you should always question stuff. I mean, you've got the the diehards that you could tell them anything, and they're gonna be like, absolutely, right? It's a great idea. <laughs> then you have the haters that are like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Climate change doesn't exist. But those kind of in the middle that just want to have a conversation, that's yes. kind of where I would sit. You know, I, it's not that I don't think it exists and there's something there. I just don't know if my pizza box is the leading cause of it. Right. You know, which then goes into my privacy, which is another conversation of, well, we've kind of already given up our privacy. So really, does it matter anymore? It's just these little things that keep adding on. And tr- the transparency of it is the scary thing, right? You know. Right. If you if you are uneasy with a person walking up to your house to change a meter, how do you think you're going to feel if somebody's outside your house, possibly at night, going through your trash mm-hmm. can? Here's the thing, though, where we and, and this this is the rub where where we have if, if you don't like this too bad kind of thing. We are supposed to when we all of us, when we put out our garbage each and every whatever day of the week, it is supposed to be in a certain spot off your property. That is public property. So anyone, mm. me, you, anybody, by law, can go through anyone's garbage. That's true, but still, if you look out your house, because you pull the garbage can to the, to the edge of the sidewalk. Public the street, property. Right, but still, if you look at your out of your house <clears> and you <throat> saw someone going through your garbage, I don't care where the can is sitting, you would normally say something like, hey, what are you doing? Absolutely. Why are you going through my garbage? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're still going to feel some kind of way. I don't care where the trash can is. No, no, no. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that you can say whatever you want and they're going to return. They can reply back and go, yeah, that's cool, dude. It's public property. I mean, it's that's just, I mean, dumpsters are on, you know, for the most. Well, I think, I think it's a difference with dumpsters because yeah. if somebody owns a dumpster, <clears throat> I don't know. God almighty. <laughs> yeah, that's on private property at that point. What a dumpster! Yeah, like you're, if he's talking like the back of a Walmart or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like okay, I live in an apartment. I put my trash in a dumpster. If somebody's over there dumpster diving, I don't care because I don't, I don't feel personal about it. But if I had a house and someone was digging in my trash can in front of my house, I would be on edge. When it comes to dumpsters, you know, the, I don't know what the laws are here in the state of California, but I I, I know that in in most places, as I go back to Georgia, like if it's not your dumpster. Mm-hmm. There's cameras that people have on it. They'll get your plates, and you'll yeah. be fine. You'll for get a it. fine. You'll get a fine for it. Really? Because <laughs> so. you're 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 you know people pay to have that removed. Sure. And they're not paying for you to put your stuff in a dumpster didn't, in their dumpster. Didn't you have something you wanted thrown away, and and Nate put like on a mask or something, and yeah. went through stuff in dumpsters? Because <laughs> I kind of think it's a little bit silly. I mean, you got all it was these a dumps- Christmas tree, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a Christmas tree. You got all these dumpsters, and like just hook a brother up, man. Let me just throw my Christmas tree in your dumpster, right? But I didn't want to get a fine. Dressed up and put a mask on to go throw away the tree. <laughs> the California legislature in 2016 passed Senate Bill 1383 directing weight, local waste haulers to start developing pickup programs that separate food and other green waste into their own bins. The first phase has by and large occurred. Now comes the next phase over the next two years. Sacramento will monitor, educate, and remind the public when food ends up in the wrong bin. Here's the kicker kicker. Then comes the enforcement. Sacramento City Code allows for a fine up to $5,000. That's insane. <clears throat> so as this continues, you know, it's it's weird because in the city of Roseville, where I live, you know, I'm, I, I've am i always been a big recycle guy. And so, <clears throat> you know, you have your recycle bin. We don't have those in Roseville. Nope. And, and it, do you not have those in Sacramento? 
Um, we, when you're living stuff. in an apartment, they don't give you recycle bins. You just throw all your stuff in a trash can and right. put it in a dumpster. So what That's they it. what what? So I actually called them and I said, "Hey, am I supposed to get another bin? There's a waste bin which I'm not used to, like for yard waste. Mm-hmm. And then I have two other trash cans, but there's no recycle really? bin. You guys didn't have waste bin like yard waste bins in Georgia? No, it's crazy. And you guys had like <laughs> property. No, you would it, yard waste. You would put it out on a certain day. Okay. Just and on the side of the road. Did it have to be in a paper bag or whatever? It was helpful. Yeah. Okay. You could. It was they helpful. switched that. Back where I was from, you used to have a full on bin and then in the last two years to make extra scratch, they started making you put it out in paper bags and then you had to buy a sticker from the city and put it on that paper bag or they wouldn't pick it up. Well the well, city city of Roseville actually goes through it for you. You know, which is a you know, I, I remember when I first moved here, I was like, That's kind of odd. Uh-huh. I go, who's the poor soul that has to do that you know i mean i know it's a living but that, that sucks like you know oh man you're picking through everybody's garbage day to find stuff that we can recycle oh. like that sucks you would think that if they're if they're telling you now to put your greasy pizza boxes i don't know where you're supposed to put them <laughs> it's so, a separate waste bag that they give you well okay so whenever they give that to me you know, you're supposed to do that, but you're not supposed to do the recycle stuff, mm-hmm. which isn't that supposed to help out with climate change, too? Yeah, but recycling is like a myth, by and large. You think so? Yeah. It costs more and puts more pollution into the air to recycle the stuff than it actually does in benefit to. Yeah, anyway. but you can take recycled things and make things out of it versus... It's not all, but some a lot of it is. Like, because it has to be specifically sorted, and if it doesn't get sorted, it can't get recycled correctly. I- I can tell you, my outfit today is all from recycled material. Nice. That it I looks personally, like it is. personally recycled. Why would you say it like that? What? It that it looks, looks like, like it's recycled? It because what there's a lot of recycling is like straws and paper things, and they're brown. <laughs> she said and that's it what can, it has right? on. <laughs> it looks like it is. I'm joking. You went along with the joke. Uh-huh. Old girl took it serious. Yeah. yeah. And she just started <laughs> matching up colors, which what yeah. she, she relates to recycling. <laughs> <laughs> so because I'm wearing earthy tones today, I'm now... The joke is the joke is real. (laughs) (laughs) Mickey walked in this morning, probably going, you know what? I thought the same thing. (laughs) You know, I I knew. I actually, I think, yeah, I know he's joking, but I, I, I think I believe him. Uh (laughs) I think he does wear recycled clothes. I know you don't wear recycled clothes. I forgot I wasn't thinking. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop making jokes. Nikki's believing everything I say. Right. Jesus. I All do right. believe most of the things you say. I know you do. All right. First round of headlines, and then uh, we'll see how the top of the hour goes. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna go, but like uh, as I said when I opened the show, I got reverse worked, and I I'm not even ready to do the top of the hour uh-huh. with the person that I need to be on. So it's gonna be kind of a last minute thing. So if it works, it works. I'll tell you either way, one way or another. Uh, what I'm thinking here. But anyway, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who may return to football this season and what organization has also gone on strike. All right. Two big stories from today. I want to get you learned a little bit. Get your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Get you your first round of headlines here. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. 530-Good Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Miss Nikki D. Aaron Rodgers is a modern-day super healer. H1. My heart goes out to him not only as a physician, but also as a semi-professional athlete myself. Uh, An Achilles injury is one of the worst injuries. This is a, a long, strong tendon. 
athletes have injuries with this tendon up to 25% of the time. Aaron Rodgers' ruptured Achilles is healing at a pace never before seen in any NFL player. There is actually a chance that he could return back to the sport this season. Now, they've never seen anybody heal Achilles heal this fast. It ruptured uh, back in September. That was first 50, game, first series. Yeah, 57 days ago. And it normally takes nine-plus months for it to heal. Yeah. I love Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers pisses people off, and I love someone that can piss someone off. And he, you know, because of his whole COVID stance and his, not that I agree with everything that he says, I just love that he's married to whatever he says and he doesn't backtrack. You know, I mean, you, you got to have respect for a guy like that, right? Yeah. Even if you disagree with them, people that stick to their guns and what they believe in, mm-hmm. I think you should have a little respect for him. I know I do. And so, you know, Aaron Rodgers, has, he's not anti-vax. You know, that's been the misconception with the, the the vaccination and the people that chose not to get it, like Novak Djokovic in, in tennis. Mm-hmm. He chose not to get it, so he didn't play in certain tennis tournaments. And he's come out and said it numerous times. He's like, I'm not against it. You do what you want to do. But I thought the Aaron Rodgers issues was that he lied about it. He did not technically lie about it. He spun it in a different way mm-hmm. where people said he lied about it. He never said that. He got it. He said, I forget the wording that he used, but it was different wording, you know, but for, you know, look, I got vaxxed. I had no problem with getting vaxxed, but also if people didn't want to get vaxxed, I didn't alienate them for my life. Right. It's your choice, just like anything else in life. And you should respect other people's choices and what they want to do. And if you don't want to be around it, don't be around it. But, you know, with him, he bought into different types of, um, uh, of treatment, you know, not only for the the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. I forget what uh, you know. He and Rogan were on the same boat with the IV Iver ayahuasca. No, no, no. Oh, I, oh ivermectin. Ivermectin, right? Yes. You know, which was a very controversial drug because it was like for horses or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's a horse dewormer. So this Achilles thing, you know, if if it's all true, because there's tons of theories going on on uh, about it. Like, did he really or? What is he really taking or blah, 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 and that. I mean, just for a second, take a step back and go, maybe possibly, maybe possibly the people, I mean, he's not doing it on his own. No, he said he got some yeah. top doctors around right. here and they're doing yeah. some cutting edge procedures maybe, that's never been done. Maybe possibly they found something different that worked for his body because everybody's mm-hmm. body is different. We all heal differently. You know, there's a generic time frame on injuries when to heal. But if you get the common cold, maybe you're going to heal faster than I will just because of how your body's set up and what kind of person you are. Maybe possibly it's true. Maybe. Yeah, but God, you're 39, man. You're going to get paid anyway. You can't say it's not like you're going to save anything. So, like, why not set the season out? Because you're trying to push your body beyond its limits. Because his contract says uh, he has to play a certain amount of games in order to get a lot of money. And that was part of the deal with the Green Bay Packers. I don't know what the whole – I mean, it's public information, but – I mean, that's – And plus, he, maybe guy loves a sport, you know? I mean, you know, I don't know what the Jets are right now, but they come and they run the table. He comes back in week whatever. Maybe they have a chance to to get in the playoffs. Who knows? I mean, the only – That would be a great story. The only other person that's got a return like this that's as prolific would be Kobe. And he can't – and Kobe was a freak of nature when it came to his healing abilities. And, like, 
Brady came back from the uh, from a knee injury, though, yeah. not an Achilles. Achilles is one of the most devastating injuries that an athlete can sustain. Kobe came back in eight months. Yeah. But Kobe was 34. And he also, I believe, traveled overseas to get medical attention. I don't doubt that. I, I think that was part of that story. I don't know, Kyle, if you know anything about this, but I believe he, he went out of the country to get uh, medical help. You know, I he mean, probably did. All I'm saying is that the, the Jets are at 50% right now. Yeah, God, you know, God forbid we actually think that there's new medical technology out there other than what we think is out there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you see stories all the time. Like, why Why is Magic Johnson living his life this entire time with HIV and people that get it die within months or years? I don't well, think he has it. I think he'd been well, cured years ago. What you think, <laughs> what you think and what he says, you know, it, it's a different story. I mean, based on a blood test, you would be right in terms of that he has found a cocktail of drugs that have reduced his counts down to a, a level that is undetectable. There's stories of people Whoa. there's uh-huh. stories of people that have, you know, terminal stage terminal cancer mm-hmm. and none of the traditional modern medicine has worked. So they went out on a limb and tried something, uh, whether it's in beta or whatnot. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, they're like, no cancer. You know, I mean, stories like this happen. Now, yeah, do. maybe you go miracle side of things if you're a spiritual person, yes. which I would buy into. But there's also going to be a medical dose that's put in there. Something new. You know, I've known people that have traveled out of the country for medicine that we don't provide, which is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. And uh, breast cancer be gone, mm-hmm. you know. So, all right, second story. Another group is going on strike and making demands. H2. Skilled workers at Cal State University have voted to authorize a strike. The Teamsters Union is calling for a contract that restores wage step increases to their 1,100 members. This is going to include electricians, plumbers, mechanics, and locksmiths. They're going to walk off the job midnight, November 14th to midnight, November the 15th. This strike is going to affect and halt all maintenance and work orders across 22 of the 23 CSU campuses. And the reason why they're doing this is because they said they're having unfair wages. They're not making the same thing as other people on campus that do the same job they do. I think you should start doing stories on who today is not striking. Right, because everybody's right. going on strike now. It's like wildfire. I, I feel like I'm feel like I, I'm missing the trend, mm-hmm. right? Like It's like, well, if everybody else does it, and kind of the way it reads, they always go back to their gig. I just want to see what it's like. Right. We should go on strike. Maybe we should organize. I don't know what we're going to strike about. Right. I mean, I got really nothing to complain about, but we can make something up. Oh, I wouldn't have to make anything up. Nope, me either. <laughs> just find something and just pick it outside. I don't think they can fire you for striking. Well, we don't have a union, so yeah, I think they can, can't they? Well, well, make a union. well then we need to have a union. We're a union based. How do we close. get one? I don't know. <laughs> How do you get one? We, I think we form it. <laughs> yeah. don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> Start searching Goodwills everywhere in Sacramento for a union. Nikki is looking for a union. <laughs> How do, you, how do you get a union? Have you seen a union? <laughs> Anybody seen that union? The guy down the street said there's one over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got reverse works. I'm going to explain what that means here. And uh, I, I don't want to give anything away right now, but we're going to have somebody on. I'm good to go, by the way. And uh, I'll explain how I got. I had this whole thing planned out for like two weeks. You did. Mm-hmm. You were so proud of yourself, too. So Salivating. So, and I don't get worked. <laughs> I got worked. I don't know everything there is to know. Yeah, obviously not. I'll explain all this here in a minute. Hang on. 
We appreciate your time. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning. Right there, Nikki D. There's Nelson, the detective, Kyle. I'll explain that here in just a second. Oh, okay. I'm like, why is he a detective? <laughs> because our guest at this time is my wife, Rachel. And I went into the other room and uh, said to Kyle, I said, the person that you're calling is my wife, just so you know. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, I kind of figured. And I was like, well, did I put that on the planner? Did I? T- did somebody tell you? He goes, no, I just put it all together, possible Rach call anniversary. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are a detective, sir. Mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. so I, you're not, I, I don't give the man credit. Right. I just don't give him credit. Uh, so let's welcome to the program my wife, Rach. Hi, bye. 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 Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. So um, you reverse worked me. You know that, right? I did. I did. Okay. So I have a big problem with this. For the last two weeks, <laughs> uh, I knew that it was our anniversary. And as we all know, guys forget this kind of stuff. And I'm yeah, not, you usually do. And I usually do. But I've, you know, last couple of years been, I think, pretty good. And yeah. And this year, I was, I was telling, I was even telling Nikki and Nelson, I'm going, she hasn't said a word. Mm-hmm. She forgot. This is fantastic. I'm ready to <laughs> rock and roll. I've got everything planned. And I was going to plan on having you on the show this morning so I could say, hey, you forgot our anniversary, but, you know, I come home last night from FBI class, I go upstairs, nothing said. This morning, kiss you goodbye, nothing said, nothing leading up to today, nothing. I told you I love you. I That was, that tipped me off a little bit. Because <laughs> she doesn't normally say it in the morning? No, she's usually sleeping. No. You know, oh, okay. I might get a home, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, with a dog on her head. Okay. You know, and then I go downstairs because I didn't go in the kitchen last night when I came home and no one was downstairs, it was all dark. Uh-huh. Uh, in the kitchen is a giant bag of prizes for me. Oh. In a Christmas bag. Oh, yeah. yeah. In a, in a Did Christ- you open it up and peek in it? No, I didn't. No, I don't. I'm not like that. I don't oh, do that. Okay. So well, I, he waits until forever. Yeah. So the sm- like torture. So this morning I see that and I'm like, okay, I got reverse worked. You did. You, know? you still sit your stuff out though, anyway. Okay, so that's so she doesn't know that. Oh. So yeah, it's easy. All okay, right. Sorry. Have you been downstairs <laughs> yet? I see it. I haven't taken a picture yet because you text me literally when I was walking downstairs. Oh, okay, so you've seen the flowers. Yeah, but I love them. They're beautiful. And you saw the bag. Yeah. Okay, so I and I had this all planned. I know you did. You know, I mean, I was tricky. Like even Nikki knows better. I don't know why she thought that that you would even think. You just let him go, didn't you, Nikki? Yeah, I just let him go. He threatened okay. me a little bit and said, My don't girl. tell you. I'm like, I don't have anything to do with him. So did did, <laughs> did our daughter, Ariel, did she tip you off? Because she was in on this with me. No. You know she's in on it with everybody. Yeah, see, now you I'm put up. your bag out on the counter. She's a triple agent. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> yes. that. That's the problem. Like, she's grounded because. <laughs> yes. ba- baby buck wagon cover. Yeah, so she's grounded because for the last couple days, you know, we've been talking, and she knew she yeah. knew. And I've been at. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. So you knew? No, I didn't know. She. I mean, she's your daughter. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know. You're kind of stumbling there. Yeah. What are you feeling, Nelson? <laughs> well, I feel like that she was like backtracking. Well, no, no, I'm not saying that she knows. She, she always. Uh, she just. Yeah, I got that too. Mm-hmm. I got that too. Y'all are trying to make something out of nothing. No. Oh, and now deflect. Did she? Did she talk? Did she tell you about Operation Vaz? No. Say that again. <laughs> no. 
What's that? I can see your facial lines. <laughs> you can't see my face. <laughs> Should add you on Zoom. <laughs> so yesterday, I, I I go to our daughter. I go. I said, "Hey, look, you. Uh, I'm going to distract mom, and and you you find where the vases are because mm-hmm. you know we got a new. She knows where they are. I I know. I did not. Mm-hmm. So I said, find it and take a picture of the cabinet mm-hmm. so I can. Shut up. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll, I'll send you the picture. So I was like, okay. So she sends me a picture of the cabinet. I'm like, boom, got it. So that was why I was pushing you out of the house yesterday to go work out with her so I could get uh-huh. the vase and hide it in, uh-huh. in, the, in, the, in the poker room. Oh, you're tricky. Oh, and I don't even go in there. I know. That was a good, was a good spot. That and, that, a good pick. and that's where I had, I, so last night before I went to class, I went and got flowers, uh-huh. and I had them in my truck, and then last night I came in, and she wasn't downstairs, so I was like, oh, I forgot something, forgot something in my truck. I got to go back outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I go back out to the truck, and I get them, and I go right into the bar, but I had to go right upstairs, so that's why I didn't go in the kitchen. Oh, okay. And I was so excited that I had one. I was so excited because I was like, oh, my. Well, your bag, your bag wouldn't have been out until after you were in bed. Those were her instructions. Oh, so they, it wasn't downstairs when I got home last night? No. No, pro- it should not have been. She was told, oh, she's not up yet, but she was told to wait until she knew that because she's always, she's up anyway, but we know that you get home from FBI around 930. Yeah. So she was told to wait until after she heard you go upstairs. Okay, so the big question is, is why didn't you say something leading up until today? You usually do. I know why I did it, because I'm a guy, and that's what us guys do. If we can win one, mm-hmm. like in an anniversary situation, we're going to do it. But for you lady ladies, you like to make sure you throw little subtle reminders out there. talk about it, make plans, all the things. I don't know this, it's just what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, you don't celebrate so- anniversaries. You're not, you don't have anybody. <laughs> Wow. So I was going, we've had a crazy year. I was going to give you a pass if you did forget, but I was still, you still get prizes. Yeah, but you didn't bring it up. So you almost, you almost wanted me to forget. So Mm -hmm. you could have, you could seize the day. That's what you were looking to do. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me you're not, that's not what you were thinking. Seize the day. Be honest. you're being ridiculous now. You're be honest. You didn't tell me because you wanted to send me a text this morning without anything on the counter and go happy anniversary, bet and make me feel bad and go. Oh, no, nope. nope. I would have made a post with bunches of pictures, and you would have made one right shortly thereafter, and that would have saved your butt. Yeah. Well, I was ready for my post. My post is already ready. I I set it up. This is how this is how set up I was for this. Right. I have my post ready to post. From last night, uh-huh. I I picked everything out. Oh, so all you gotta do is hit the uh-huh. button. Well, I didn't. I gotta I gotta write some stuff, but I got oh, all the okay. pictures. Okay. And I'm ready, you know, because that's always a thing. You gotta. Well, you know, it's, it's okay sometimes for you to get a first. Yeah. Unless you go, you go no. first. No. Well, I I just think I got reworked. Mm-hmm. That's all. You did. <laughs> yeah. I got I got reverse worked. I'm not a. Fan. Nikki knows better. Yeah. Well. I'm the only one that ever gets you. Yeah. I bet you don't know how many years years we've been together total. Tell me. You tell me. I asked you first. That's why I did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You tell you, me. You asked me because you forgot. No, I know. Uh-huh. It's 13. Good. 13? Yeah. Yes, you it is. This looks confused. It is 13. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Well, why do you look Ariel confused? Was five. Where was I the first two years? I thought it was 11. Absent. No. 
Ariel was five. I'm just kidding. Of course I knew it was 13. <laughs> uh-huh, lies. Uh-huh. It's okay. Keep going. Yeah, 13 years, long time. All right, look, tonight, dinner, actually uh-huh. on you, since, you know, you wanted to do all this stuff, you uh-huh. reverse where you get to pay. We'll go to Mel's. We'll do some Mel's. Mel's? No way. <laughs> Nobody wants that for an anniversary dinner. I don't, you bite your tongue. I don't want to go to D- Mel's. Oh, we love Mel's though. We're just there on Monday night for an anniversary dinner. All right, we'll find a place. We'll go to a, we'll go to a fancy place like a, a Longhorn or something. Meals, meals, meals. The Bear Black Bear Cafe. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I love Black Bear. See, cafe. Easy girl to please, yeah. right there. All right. Well, I love you and happy anniversary. And I love uh, you. Happy anniversary. Nicely done on the reverse work. Okay. Tight work on the floor. Yeah, tight work. Good, on the floor. Good job. Not forgetting. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, tight work on my floor. Yeah, you did good. All right, peace I'm out. Proud of you. Yeah, love you. <laughs> can't get around fast enough. You guys too. are so tight. I like that. <sighs> we what now? You guys are so tight. I like that. Yeah, it's. I, I really, really thought I had one. You know, because like it's just not in guys' DNA to remember. Mm-mm. And so I don't know what it is. It's not that we're bad people, you know. And ladies, you got to give us a pass. It's just that, you know, I, I don't know what it is. It's it's the men are from Mars, women are from Venus kind of syndrome, I guess. But like even. Um, there was a, a like the survey that was done for anniversaries, and it says of the respondents surveyed that admitted to forgetting an anniversary, eighty two percent were men. Eighty two percent. So you tell me, why do guys, guys, you tell me, women, you tell me, why do guys always forget anniversaries? What is it about the guys that we? It's not that we don't. We're not doing it on purpose. It's not because we don't like you. We don't mm-hmm. love you. It's just we for and we remember everything else. We could tell you probably. You know, how many touchdowns Tom Brady threw four years ago. Right. But we can't remember an anniversary date. Why is that? Somebody tell me. You tell me. You guys are the men in this room. Why can't you all remember your anniversary dates? I write I write them down. So, so you I never have, forget. I got notes. Plus, when I was married, we got married on 11, 11, 11. So it's pretty easy. It's also Veterans Day. Like, it's, it's real easy. It was real easy to remember mine. And that's a trick mm-hmm. that guys do is they'll get married on specific that's why that's why I really think guys you know I I'm I've always been kind of anti married or engaged on specific days mm-hmm. Christmas Valentine's Day I think it's a little it's like oh real original you know right. that kind of thing uh but the other side of that it's I think guys do it so they remember yep. yeah remember the day you know it's like we got married on February 14th mm-hmm. so you'll never forget now I got smart a few years back and I put it in my Google calendar oh that's good and that's I set it I set a notification for like a week prior so it goes off. Yeah, so it goes off. on the 8th. Right. Because the 8th is an odd day. Like, you would not just remember that date if mm-hmm. you don't set a calendar. But here's where you take it up a notch. And I'm usually, well, most of, I think just about every time, I'm really good. I can remember things that she likes. I'm not going to say what I got her, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the prize goes, but uh, I'm really good at, because re- she's a very, she's not a high-maintenance girl. Rachel's not a high-maintenance girl. She doesn't need all these expensive things and all that other kind of stuff. She's pretty chill. Uh, but when she sees something she likes, she doesn't do one of those, oh, that would be nice on me, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She just says she likes it. Mm-hmm. And I file that. I do the same yep. thing. That's why I'm such a good prize giver. Right. You remember things people say they want. For guys, you have to file it not just weeks prior, but throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And so, again, goes into the Google Calendar. Yeah. So all those little ideas, I mean, this is how much of an OCD organized nerd I am. I'll put all those ideas in the Google calendar for our anniversary. So on my notes, mm-hmm. it'll say what 
I guess. <laughs> if, what you should buy. If there's a link, I'll do it or mm-hmm. I'll buy it immediately just so I have it. Mm-hmm. That's why I start price shopping for Christmas months in advance. So I don't mm-hmm. forget to get it. Mm-hmm. You know? So I got reverse work. That's what I got. You did. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. You're welcome. Now I got to find a place to go tonight. I thought you already found one. I think I, I have an idea. He unless- doesn't really want Black Bear Diner. No, no, he found a real place. That's what mm. he told us the other day. Yeah, I'm thinking about going to, uh, what's it called, Land Ocean? I don't know. Yeah, the one in the mall so I can get a massage. Oh, my God. Oh, no, right? I thought you were going to some place that required reservations. Well, that, you reservation. just because you take a reservation doesn't mean it's highfalutin. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, I thought that's what you did. I'm happy at Mel's. I really am. So she. She would be. We love Mel. She will not be happy at Mel's for an anniversary. She dinner. is not one of those women that has that list that we talked about the other week where you can't take me into the Cheesecake Factory. I was just going to say there's a factory I know of that could really help you out tonight. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fancy. mall. Right by the mall. Yeah. We like mm-hmm. Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> it is fancy. Nothing says love like factory. Or cheese. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're saying. So you don't have to go to a fancy place just because it's your anniversary. Actually, I kind of... I'm not a huge fan of spending a lot of money on a meal that I could probably make better. Fancy's where your heart is anyway. You know? If it's something that we're making a deal about, I want nice food. I we know, know food, that you expensive want. Expensive food yeah, in a nice place. But you're, you're high maintenance. Yes. That's why you're not married. <laughs> now, I won't agree to that far, but you are high maintenance. No, I would, I would agree for Nelson. Well, somebody Fair. will marry me someday. Yeah, and they will take me to a, a nice restaurant on my anniversary. You need, yeah, you need somebody in your life that's going to put a ring on that that has got a lot of zeros behind a number in their mm. bank account. And yeah. I will. Don't you worry. Like you're not marrying just some schmell. Nope. You know that's uh, and then when I say schmell, I'm talking about just without all the zeros. Right. You know. <laughs> and that's sad that there's women like that. That's sad that I need a man that is financially stable. We just, we just, we just, we just spent airtime for the last couple of weeks bashing the women with these lists. I think mm-hmm. you were even included on in that. And now you're like, well, it's our anniversary. I need to go someplace. You are not spending less than five hundred dollars. I didn't say a dollar amount, but you're not taking me to mails. I need a forty dollar fruity drink. You need to make reservations. Find me the highest quality vodka you have. <laughs> And the fanciest fruity drink. The that fanciest, you have. fruitiest drinks. Thank you. Squozing from the fruits from the <laughs> forest of South America. I need it shipped in fresh that night. Yes, I do. Give no shame the, in my game. Give me the leftover juices for my hair wigs. <laughs> oh. That sounds gross. <laughs> Not uh, I couldn't imagine having a significant other that required a fancy restaurant every time. I just couldn't do it. So yeah. I don't even have to imagine, and I know. I can't Can you that. imagine, Nelson? Once a year, you absolutely could do it. Not this year. Not this year. Like, if he <laughs> if he had an anniversary with one of these Trudies, I can only imagine how that would go over. Sorry. Like, like, she would be like, take me to Mel's. He's like, I don't have money for Mel's. <laughs> Mel's? <laughs> he could do Mel's. Gold digger? The guy I work with has got a free starter at this restaurant. How about we split that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 916-909-0985 if you want to get involved. There's this mom. Nothing good happens at a Walmart after a certain hour. Usually nothing good happens at a Walmart ever, to be honest with you. Uh, And this just proving my point even more with this mother uh, and what happened with her kids that ended up getting her arrested, to be honest. (laughs) It's like, you know, yet to see one this bad, right? Tell you that story here in a minute. Hang on. So if you see someone else's kids acting up, annoying you, doing something they shouldn't do, 
What do you do? You step in? If so, like, when's the time? What's the line? Like, hey, lady, get a hold on your kids. Being uh-huh. brats. If they're not doing something that is interfering with what you have going on that is harmful to themselves or people around them, don't bother with people's kids. But you know what people love to parent other people's kids? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They do. They do. Especially if they see something that they feel justified by saying. I bring this up. There's a uh, story uh, out of a Walmart. Nothing good usually ever happens at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, this back at our old neck of the woods in Duluth, which is uh, Gwinnett County. That's my Walmart. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> this is actually Nikki's Walmart, her old Walmart. <laughs> Uh, said police said that a woman told this 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 other woman, Brittany George, that her two kids they are acting up, acting a fool in this Walmart. You know, I mean, like if you're a kid and you're going to act up, Walmart would be the place to do it. Mm-hmm. So this Brittany George ended up throwing a box of crayons and hitting this woman's child, and then lunging at her and hitting her in the face. Uh, police said, "I'll start it when the mother in orange." told this Brittany George that her kids were being too loud. Mm-hmm. And she had twin, I think they were twin girls, and they were in the shopping cart. So it's clear to me that the kids was probably just in the shopping cart, maybe screaming or yelling, but they were contained. They weren't running around the store. They didn't bump into her or her son. They didn't hit her. They were in a shopping cart. So she should have mind her business. Okay, so if you take this scenario, I mean, this sounds a little silly face value, right? Kids mm-hmm. are being loud in a Walmart. Walmart's a big place. Walk away. Right. Now, mm-hmm. if you're in a fancy restaurant, go back to my anniversary stuff. If you're in church, if you're uh, I don't know, at a funeral, you know, hmm. then maybe you can turn and say something to someone. It still depends, because if a person is sitting right next to their child and the child is loud, the same way you hear them, they hear them. It's the same argument with people who get upset when babies cry on a plane. It's what can you do about that? Well, if it's a kid, I mean, I don't know how old these kids were, but sounds they were like, young kids. Yeah, but it sounds like they're old enough to know better. Like if they were told to, you know, shut up. But if the parent is sitting right next to this child and they're not already telling them to shut up, then that tells you that that parent does not care. So you turning around to say something to them is not going to change a thing. Right. So it's kind of like, in my opinion, kind of like the self-defense stuff we've been talking about the last couple of days, right? You know, reasonableness. If And, and also, you know, let me add to that, that those five things. Justification. Uh, if they are intruding, impeding on your bubble, Right. Mm-hmm. That you cannot avoid it. Uh, so in Walmart, you can walk away like it's going to be loud. It's loud anyway. If you're having a problem in the towel aisle, he's like, OK, I can come back to the towel. aisle. Let me go to the, the bouncy ball. aisle. You know, whatever. And get something else. Now, if you're in a situation where you can't avoid it, I think you do have a right to say something. I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not. I'm going to give you an example, but I didn't do it. So last night at the FBI class, mm-hmm. one of the. Things that we're talking about, like I said earlier, was the bomb guy, the bomb agent. And there was there's a group, it was like 40 of us in this class. And so we're going through the hallways of the FBI headquarters and we're like trailing him as he's speaking. Now, I find it very, very rude when anyone speaks when someone else is giving a speech. You know, if they're if they're if they have the floor, you shut up. And what people don't realize is that even the the lowest of whispers is going to be heard. And there were people in the back. That we're having a full-blown conversation. And I was like in the middle of the pack. And I'm going, dude, you guys are so loud. I, like it was to, it was borderline rude, you know, because I could tell that the agent could hear them. Mm-hmm. And it made started to make me feel uncomfortable. And I, when I'm in that situation, I always feel like I've got to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've got to say something. So I kind of turned around and gave the look, 
You know, like guys, you know, like shh, you know, shh. Yeah, what would you do on, on your kid? You put the peace sign up. Shh, <laughs> shh. Everybody goes shh. I don't you know, know about that. You don't know about that. You no. put the two, two peace sign, the two fingers up. I just know you put the two fingers up when you're walking out of church. So if you if you uh, if, if they're impeding on your privacy, like your bubble, I think you can say something. If it's somebody else's kids, this no. But again, if you were. Uh, in a hospital room, if you were at a funeral, if you were in church or something like in that. In the scenario you just gave, the instructor, if them talking was messing him up, he should have said something to them. Again, that's not something that you take on the responsibility of doing. Well, you also have to take the source into consideration. I mean, I'm a, I'm a peacemaker. Oh, please. Uh, you know, I regulate in different ways. No, you mind your own business. Like, that's just what it boils down to. If I see kids out when I'm in public doing things that they have no business, if I don't see a parent around, I will say something. Or if I see a child doing something harmful and the parent is there but they're not paying attention to them, then I will say something. But, but just your kids being loud, no. Didn't you tell a story the other week where you found a kid in the grocery store? and then Alone. You, and you took the kid over to the mom? I did, because and you the spoke, child was unattended. Yeah, well, let me finish. And you spoke your piece to the mom like, what are you doing? Yeah, but I still didn't even tell her everything I wanted to tell her. <laughs> but you well, wanted that was to, the conversation. But you wanted to tell her what but you wanted I to tell her. But I knew it would result in this, <laughs> me possibly going to jail because I'm fighting a girl in Safeway. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, this Brittany George drove away before the cops got there. They arrested her after identifying her. Now she faces charges, believe it or not, of felony child cruelty and simple assault. Yeah, I think, man, you got to be able to get away with that one. You didn't mean to hit the kid with the box of crayons. You're trying to hit his mom. Yeah, but you don't throw crayons. And they were so close. If she just wanted to fight her because she was mad, she literally, like, when she walked up and punched her, she could have just walked up and hit her. The throw crayons was stupid. There was a When I was a kid, there was a lady that got mad at the grocery store and threw beer and hit me in the shopping cart. Oh, man. And nothing, nothing happened because there was no marks. You know why? Why? It was light beer. Oh, my God. And see, I was sitting here again, believing your story. Uh-huh. That's a true story. Well, here is a true story, <laughs> unlike your false one. That same Walmart we're talking about right now, that's the Walmart where I told you guys a story when I left my daughter in the car to run in and get her medicine, and the lady tried to stand behind my car because she called the cops on me. For what? People are just nosy because I left my daughter in the car. My daughter was old enough to open the door and get out. She wasn't a child trapped in a hot car. So, again, people need to mind their business. And she called the police on me. Luckily, I was never arrested, but I told her she didn't move. I was going to run her over. Uh, you know, it's funny. Well, like, Walmart's a, it's it's filled with nosy people. Yes. Have yeah. you noticed that? Like, if you All got, the time. Have you ever gone to a Walmart? You get you get eyed. Mm-hmm. You get eye-banged by just about every single person in Walmart. There's some, like, the, the, the nosiest people that exist shop at Walmart. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? And they don't know how to mind their business. Right. And if you compare, like, the Walmart to the Target, not so nosy at Target. No, I can't think of think any incidences that. in the news where any of this type of stuff happens at Target. You're right. Right. The Targets, you don't have the same stuff. Why is it just Walmart? I wonder if the clientele of Walmart is less likely to be able to afford things like Netflix and Hulu. Because I don't have any of those. <laughs> and so, like, I shop at Walmart because I can go and I get a little people watching and I get my drama right there. But, see, I think that's a misconception about Walmart. Walmart's mm. not the Walmart from, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But where it's, it's still kind of Walmart. I mean... It, it, if I'm going to buy a TV, there's a good chance I'm going to I'm going to price shop Walmart and Target, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or I'll I'm go talking about everyday goods, yeah. shirts and stuff like you're talking about electronics. Well, it's, it's still inexpensive, both about the same price. Yeah. No, Target's more pricey than Walmart. Oh, is it? Not yeah, when it comes to TVs, the board. but like TVs are an anomaly. What? <laughs> Nikki, 
an enemy. What an anomaly was because of Finding Nemo. Just, I did not even mean to do that. <laughs> like, I literally just, I caught, I, if you could see my face when I looked at him after I said it, we both realized that I said anomaly, so I had to do that. Yeah, but you pause, you're like, oh, should I do it? Oh, God, I didn't mean to say anomaly. <laughs> She's already down. Should I, should I just keep kicking her? God. That's a marsupial. I'm not down. Uh, one shopper at this Walmart during this incident said, and I quote, I just avoid it because people crazy these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what it said on the news. <laughs> and they are. I just avoid it because people crazy these days. They do be crazy. I just avoid it because these days people are crazy. If you'd like to re-grammatize that. <laughs> no, he said what he said. He meant it. No, I know what he meant, or she, whoever, whomever. It was a man. I just avoid it because people these days crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just avoid it because these days people are crazy. That's that's how you, I think, supposed to say. It. He, that's how he said it on the news live. That's that's Walmart. And lingo. That's what he meant. That's Walmart lingo. <laughs> right. that's, Mind your own business. They, they don't have Rosetta Stone at this Walmart. No, no, not at all. That's funny. I didn't know this was at your Walmart. Yep, that's my Walmart. Yeah. Nosy, nosy, nosy. That's also the Walmart where this man slapped a two-year-old because the kid was being too loud in the car. <laughs> so after that after happened, that. every time I went to Walmart with my daughter, I was looking around like I wish somebody would. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to say to yourself, it's time to find a new Walmart. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the closest one in my house. <laughs> you might want to go to Mr. Martin and say, Bro, can you build another one, like on the other side? <laughs> There's too many babies being beat. <laughs> and your plastic horse don't work. <laughs> I got no babysitter for my kids, so everybody beats them. <laughs> All right, second round of headlines, what do you got? I'm going to tell you what big change is coming to The Simpsons and why car bling is dangerous. All right, those two big stories from today. Uh, we'll get you that here in a minute. Hey, Let's do second round of headlines. Thank you so much. Good guys, heating and air. Good guys, heating, cooling.com. Check out all their November promotions. Nikki D. An iconic staple from The Simpsons is coming to an end. H3. Now, it looks like Homer's apparently losing one of his iconic catchphrases usually uttered upon strangling Bart. Now, I'm, of course, talking about the sentence he never seems to finish. Boy, you little... For all the Simpson fans out there, that um, image that we all have seen a million times when watching The Simpsons when Homer strangles Bart and says, why you little whatever, you never finish it. Well, they are pulling that from the show. And they're saying that the reason why they're doing it is because times have changed. And Homer himself uh, in season 31 also explains that times have changed and he's going to stop doing it. Yeah. Go play the. Oh, yeah. that's quite a grip. See, Marge, strangling the boy has paid off. Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Mm. Times have changed. What are you thinking? Uh, I see your face. <laughs> that's part of the gimmick. I know. I mean, it's not. Who's, who's it's, strangling it's, a kid? Because it's, of- it's a commercial. I mean, it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not real. I, I just, I don't know. It's, yeah, I feel some kind of way about that, too. Like, when you think of much. The Simpsons, that's one of the things that stands out, that sticks out, that you think about. It's funny. Right. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, are we going to change everything now? 
I mean, it's like going, uh, having to go back and edit the old uh, Wiley Coyote cartoons and be like, stop dropping the bank safe on them mm-hmm. because you just, we don't do that. First off, coyotes are a protected animal. And second off, you know, we don't want you stealing a bank safe. And th- I mean, it's like, when, when, where, where do we take a step back and go, okay, this is not real. This is for, for comedy. And then the remark with the people with zero sense of humor, which I've met a lot recently, uh, when you just stop letting them win Mm -hmm. because either A, they really don't get it, or B, they live a lie as soon as they wake up and uh, every morning because they want to try to fit in with everybody else. That's like we and I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like, I, like I'll see somebody I'm like, there's no way you believe that. Like, have a sense of humor. It's, it's absurd. about everything, every topic, everything's offensive. That's driving me nuts. It's a little bit too much, and you can't, you know, you can't say anything because you're, you're the bad guy right out of the gates. And speaking of Yosemite, they'd have to go back and change Porky Pig, too. I'm sure somebody will be offended by that. Why would Porky Pig do? He stutters. Oh, that's right. He does. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'll say, oh, you're, sp- you're picking on people who stutter. That's right. Doesn't Yosemite Sam stutter, right? I swear. No, that's Foghorn Leghorn. I swear, Nelson. Mm-hmm. You anyway has that southern draw. He's probably yeah. from the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, Civil War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get rid of him. All right, second one. You may not want to add bling inside your car. H four. At least one other person was injured by uh, uh, some steering wheel bling that impaled her in her <laughs> arm when the airbag opened up. So it's just best to keep things off of our steering wheel and uh, accessorize our car in other areas. U.S. regulators are warning drivers to steer clear of the aftermarket decals that you use to embellish your car logos. You may put them on the center of your steering wheel or around other areas in your car. They typically are adorned with rhinestones and things like that, and they're stating that people are being injured by these when they get in wrecks. And that's very true. Mm. Uh, As the um, head of (laughs) car bling safety on a federal level, you heard my clip right there. I was just (laughs) telling people. It's a bad, bad thing. There's <coughs> numerous stories that I could tell you. One in particular was this uh, 19-year-old girl. She just uh, purchased a used Kia from 1996, <laughs> and she wanted a different ornament on her steering wheel. So she pried off the factory-made ornament and mm-hmm. put on a bedazzled pink <laughs> Betty Boop ornament. She, unfortunately, was in a car crash. And the Betty Boop impaled her in her forehead. Now, luckily, she survived, but she has to live the rest of her life with a reverse Betty Boop on her forehead. Oh, goodness. So I just want people to know it's not cool to put car bling on. It's actually very unsafe. So thank you for listening. Oh, you're welcome. I heard about another story. Go back to my party now. Oh, okay. (laughs) Have fun there. Well, I'm a fun guy. Fell asleep there for a second. You did? Me too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't that exciting. Soothing. You're very soothing. I'm usually more into it when I, especially when I speak car bling. Well, as a person that I'm has, really down with that. As a person that word has car bling, like yeah. myself. Yes, you do, and um, I wanted to talk to you about that actually. Yeah, I'm not taking my stuff out. I'm just letting you know, so yeah. I'm willing to risk it. Uh, well, well, we'll bring in the troops. Okay, well, bring them in. Whatever you, whatever you need to do. <laughs> I'm not moving my bling. We actually have a SWAT team that will come in and take my bling out of my car. Repossess your bling. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's called a bling ring. It's a ring of 
cable. <laughs> oh, okay. So I didn't think I had to explain that, but I did. Sorry, I needed to hear it. My wife loves me when I talk like this all the time. <laughs> I just talked to her about car bling. That guy, like that dude's voice was like really monotone. Mm-hmm. And like, how did he get that job? Like, what does he do? You know? He's the bling police. Can you imagine him going in for that interview for that gig and the guy was like, just like sitting there staring at him going, okay, you win. <laughs> Carl. You're hired. Carl, you got it. Your job's yours. You want to raise? Okay. He's like mesmerizes him. Uh-huh. Woo! All right, Green Day will be at Oracle Park with the Pumpkins. I don't know where Billy Corgan finds the time to tour and run NWA Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's uh, That guy is is a working beast. Yes. Uh, Rancid and the Linda Linda, September 20th of next year, courtesy of Live Nation. Those are the tickets that we have out for grabs for you. We need some players. It is a Wednesday edition of You Don't Know Jeff. Five-time, 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 five-time. World Heavyweight Jeopardy Champion of the World. Jeopardy Jeff will join the program. Smartest guy we know. Nikki and I have to put our brains together. We do. To be, to be Team Bailey D against Team Jeopardy Jeff. Nelson's got some trivia, and uh, we'll see who wins this week. So you can pick either Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D. 916-909-0985. Again, 916. Yeah, look at you lining up. 909-0985. Need some players. You don't know Jeff for Green Day tickets here in a minute. Hey. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. Welcome back to the show. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson and Kyle on the other side of the glass. And he is a five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. It is Jeopardy Jeff. Jeopardy Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning to you all once again. Good to see you. Is that a pink shirt with a white collar? No, it's just a pink shirt with a pink collar. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the lighting. It's Doesn't it pink. look like it's pink and white? A little pink shirt action of the white, you know, that little two-tone thing going on? Yeah, or did he leave a red sock in the uh, the old uh, wash? <laughs> or his or his red G-strings, maybe when he went to the laundromat. There. All right, uh, we've got tickets for Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, Linda Linda's, uh, September 20th, Oracle Park. Courtesy of Live Nation, that is what is up for grabs. Uh, let's get some players here for you don't know. Jeff, there's Randall in Woodland. Good morning, Randall. Good morning. All right, who would you like, Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D? I think I'm going to go with Bailey D. Oh, ooh, all right. I th- we won last week, yes? No, we did not. Jeff no. won. We did not win last week, but we will win this week for you, sir. Hold on. And Daniel in Orangeville, you got Team Jeopardy Jeff, all right? Sweet. Let's go. Sweet. All right. Hang on, dude. All right, Nelson, are you ready? I am. Jeopardy Jeff, your buzzing is what? Matt. Nikki? Safe. And mine is woo. So me and Nikki on a team. You hear buzzins. It's our team, and then Jeopardy Jeff's team, and then Nelson's got a team. All right, go ahead. In the category of tech. What popular operating system launched in 1991 also has its own mascot, Tux the Penguin? Whoa! That'd be Bailey D. I don't know. Three. Penguin? Two. Windows. That'd be incorrect. Tux the Penguin, ringing any bells for you? Jeopardy Jeff. No, Unix. I don't know. Oh, so close. Linux. Linux! That'd be Linux. Linux. Missed it by that. Right, that much. We 
which American tech company started with its founder's idea to rent out an air mattress in their San Francisco living room? Faith. Oof. That'd be Team Bailey D. That would be the Cash App guy. He lived in San Francisco. So does everyone else that's in tech. Well, who yeah. else? Twitter. Twitter. One. Okay, Twitter. Twitter. That would be incorrect. Jeffrey Jeff, which American tech company started with its founder's idea to rent out an air mattress in their San Francisco living room to travelers hoping to avoid the city's high cost of rent? Did you hear the last part of that? No. Sure didn't. Did we didn't answer I, before that, did we? She buzzed in at San Francisco. Oh. I think that's Airbnb. And you would think correctly. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Air mattress. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. I, I thought he was done the question. I thought that was it. Yeah. No. No. But he read it. Alas. Yeah. In the category of cartoons, Dennis Mitchell is the name of the mischievous. Hey. That'd be Jeopardy Jeff. Dennis the Menace. And that would be absolutely correct. Oh, hey, that's I good. Did you know that? I know it. That's why I buzzed Dennis in. Dennis the Menace? Yeah, sometimes the Zoom doesn't give you the audio. That's why I have to watch Nelson his has lips. fixated on his lips. I watch his It's creepy lips. and weird. Often considered a knockoff, these transforming robots actually Whoa. came. Bailey D? Gobots. Okay. Gobots. And that would be correct. <laughs> actually came out before the Transformers. They predate them by one year. Did they really? Um, Did not know. The cartoon itself, Transformers, was launched just a month before the GoBots cartoon, but the product came out one year before. That's why I show up every day to learn something. (laughs) In the category of biology. The process used by plants to generate food with the use of sunlight. Jeopardy Jeff. Photosynthesis. Yes. That would be correct. That is right. Knew that. It is great. That is, that's right. That's right. Scorpions are considered to be a member of what animal category? Whoa. Bailey Dean. Arachnoids. Yeah. Yeah. Final answer? Arachnoids. That would be incorrect. Is that not a family? Jeopardy Jeff, the family is called? <laughs> I think they're crustaceans. Ooh, nope. We're getting you on a technicality on that one. They're not arachnoids. They are arachnids. Nids. Oh, man. I, can't I thought about that, that afterwards. I didn't want to say anything. I was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe he won't notice. I, I noticed. about that, too. But uh, yeah. uh, I noticed I got you on that one. In the, in the category of 80s music. The Look and Listen to Your Heart were two number one hits. Whoa. Bailey Dean. Uh, Come on, Bailey. Four. Listen to your Heart. And that's your final answer? Yeah. And that would be incorrect. Listen two number one hits heart. for what artist? The look and listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Jeopardy Jeff. Taylor Dane. Yeah, Say again? Nah. Taylor Dane. And that'd be incorrect. Yeah, no. That'd be Roxette. Rock. Oh, my God. I was going to say Roxette. I'm looking at for Oh, my goodness. You are looking for the name. Once again, look. my fiance is yelling at the radio. <laughs> oh, my God. That was my first answer in my head, and I was like, no, I uh, think that's hard. Oh my god! I, let's just. Stop. I can't. You can go ahead and win. I want to stop the game. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that one's gonna bother me. That one's. I. That's really gonna bother. Me. I'm sorry. Sticking with '80s music, this artist's blood ran cold, and his memory was sold when he found his angel. What? Oh, that would be Jeopardy Jeff. Jay Giles. And that would be correct. Don't you want his band? No, I said it's this artists. artists. Blood. Mm. This artist's blood. I wish I was at that one concert when he played Adam Sandler's house. He played Adam what? 
Growing pains too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> his buddy Jay Giles is in the neighborhood. He stopped on by. <laughs> in the category of science, this cage is a continuous covering of conductive metal used to block electromagnetic fields. What? Ooh. <laughs> he said Come on, Nikki. Nikki. He said Nikki. Five. Four, three, two, one. Oh, that would be a Faraday cage. Faraday. You remember we were just talking about that the other sure day? Sure, we were. You remember it's, that? We always talking about Faraday I was like, cages. Is it, is it pH or is it F? Yeah. Right? That's it's what F. the conversation was. It's F. Your car is actually a Faraday cage as well. That's why if a bolt of lightning hits it, you will be protected inside. Okay, tell me. Don't talk to me like I'm stupid. Tell me something I don't know. Oh, excuse me. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> I, I'll take a whip for, for my indiscretion. What's the score? We have one. Jeopardy Jeff has four. Could be worse. We could have none. <laughs> yes. A blood alcohol level of .35 is on par with this medical treatment. Whoa. And that would be Bailey D. Uh, that would be Four. a coma. Three. That would be incorrect. Is that a treatment? Coma a, treatment. A blood alcohol level of 0.35 is on par with this medical treatment that prevents pain during surgery, Jeopardy Jeff. Oh, um, uh, Anesthesia. And no, I did not pause. That's absolutely There's correct. There's no Dang. way I buzz. I wait till you finish. No, you no, do you not. No, you don't. <laughs> but you know what's interesting is you're not off in that a blood alcohol level of 0.35 can actually bring on a coma, and they say death is likely unless, of course, you're like a rancid alcoholic. Right, yeah. And that's, then you've been able to get yourself to that point. Most people are not functioning at 0.35. That's when you should take the gift. Yeah. Get in the van and go to Arizona. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Maybe don't be behind the wheel or anything like that. In the category of celebrity marriages, just 72 days with the, was the length of Kim Kardashian's marriage to this now retired Whoa. Chris Humphrey. Lady. Yes, Chris Humphrey. I got Sir. you. Sir. I will allow you to add. Woo! Jeez, I will allow you to add. The, yeah. His name isn't Chris Humphrey. Okay, so, Humphreys. Thank yeah, you. There's a bunch of Chris's. <laughs> I was waiting to vulture that. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many of them. Actually, the story behind that, little known fact that I knew from a very good source, is that uh, Kim's mother called a actually a different team looking for someone to date her daughter. I think she called the Nets at the time, Brooklyn Nets, oh, no. and nobody wanted to take her out. And she called <laughs> the Nets, and he was the only one that stood up that said because she was going to be in town. Somebody told me that. Wow. I buy can, it. can I confirm or deny? Sure. Most people call her Trisha Yearwood, but it's Miss Trisha if you ask this guy with friends in low places. That, oh, would be, that would be... <laughs> See, I waited. I thought it was going to be Trisha Nikki. That would be Bailey Garth Brooks. Brooks. And that oh, would man. be absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Won't you put me on through? I got a semi-love in the bedroom. Oh, the look on Jeopardy Jeff's face. I thought he was going to fall out of his chair. I'm so mad at myself right now. Rock set. <laughs> rock set. Rock set. You got rock set. In the category of World War II. <laughs> the terms of this treaty were violated by Hitler when he annexed Whoa. Austria. Versailles. And that would be absolutely correct, Bailey. Come dear. on, Bailey. What's yeah. up? Know that history. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. you didn't see that one coming, did sure you? Sure didn't. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Was it the Austria that I accidentally got out, or did you know already at Treaty? Well, it's <laughs> I know treaties and trudies on this show. That's all <laughs> oh, I know. Trudies are what we call women I date. Jeff. Yeah. 
or whatever. Or, yeah, sleep with. This project was responsible for the development of the... That'd be Jeopardy Jeff. Manhattan Project. And that would be Ah. absolutely correct. I knew that. I'm going to go all the way to Manhattan for that one. In the category of FCC violations. The BS. That's it. It's all yours. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, 2009. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) The commission's rule against hoaxes would have helped prevent the panic caused by this. Uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Or the world's. And that would be correct. Well, were you looking for the guy? Nope. I was looking for. It was just the anniversary of that the other day. Mm -hmm. Prevent the panic caused by this Orson Welles radio play. And a very good parody of that was on the Flintstones when they did the Flintstones. They did the way outs. I was like, what's the Flintstones? The Flintstones. <laughs> well, now you guys are attacking each other internally. That's a violation. The largest collective fine in commission history was handed to four of the country's largest broadcasters for accepting money and gifts to play certain artists. Uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Uh, payola. And that would be correct. A practice known as. Thought you wanted the people's names. So something. did I. That's why I waited. I, trust me, if there's anybody that knows about Pale and Pluggle, I know. I, I, mean, I mean, I was hoping to get him to bite on Stern. Well, I was going to say, I thought it was Bubba. Oh, Bubba. Yeah, Bubba's the up highest, there, too. He's the highest uh, fine, yeah. In the category of Canadians. <laughs> Hip-hop star Drake got his start in showbiz on the next generation of this. Fave. And that would be Bailey D. What was that show? Oh, it was called... Freaks and Geeks? No, 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 no. Oh, it's a person's uh, name. One, I need an answer. Oh, uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? No. I know the... the, Oh, Jeopardy Jeff has an opportunity to steal. Excuse me, I almost gave you the answer there. Jeopardy Jeff robbing you of the point. God, I know it too. Hip-hop star Drake got his start in showbiz on the next generation of this long-running franchise. I was going to say Mickey Mouse Club, but I And it would be Degrassi. Degrassi! Degrassi. Degrassi. I'm too old for that. Oh. You're not too old for the original Degrassi, just for the next generation. All right, 60 seconds. Where are we at? Oh, we you. have four. <laughs> Jeffrey Jeff has eight. All right, we can make a comeback. 60 seconds. Here we go. We're Despite on. losing her husband, Renee, in 2016, this diva. That would be, that would be uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Oh. Celine Dion. Ah. That would be correct. Ah, oh, that's good. good. His I name was that. Renee. Yes, this diva's heart has gone on. In the category of biology. To keep out waste, these organs process about 50 gallons. Bailey D? Pancreas. Final answer? Yeah. yeah. And that'd be incorrect. Mm-hmm. These organs process about 50 gallons of blood a day to keep oh. out waste. Jeopardy check. Uh, kidneys. That would be the pair of them. Kidney. We're done. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you don't need Go the Daniel. 60 seconds. Go yeah. Daniel. Daniel, congratulations, <laughs> brother. We love you, Jeff. Love you, Jeff. Love you, Jeff. Love you, Jeff. You're my man. Welcome. Love you, Blue. All right. Uh, Dan, you got tickets for Green Day. Enjoy yourself. Put you on hold. Get all the information, all right? Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Randy, sorry, dude. We sucked. I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we'll have some more tomorrow. You come back tomorrow. Y'all, you hear me? I called on Monday and I lost. All right. At least three times. All right, we'll see you. Well, we had a guy lose every day of a week, so I mean, don't <laughs> careful what you will into existence. Yeah, it can happen, you know. <laughs> Our buddy Aaron. Bad wishes do come true on this right. show. Right.
All right. Give uh, Jeopardy Jeff a like, share, follow on social media. Just search for him. Jeff, love you like a play cousin on my mom's side. Talk to you next week. All right. Good deal. Y'all take care. Bye now. You too. Bye. 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 My Chemical Romance. Welcome to the Black Parade. That is the big fat bribe song of the day here on 98 Rock. You are listening for it to be played the first time. Numero uno. It's going to happen before 10 a.m. Sooner than later, I promise. When you hear it, caller 18, 916-909-0985, and you will win 500 what? Duckies. Duckies. $500 will go in your pocket. Pay attention. Give us a minute. Hang on. Show me the money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Rock. And here we go. 98 Rockets, the BS. What is your name? Gary. Yeah, Gary. Gosh, Gary, you sound Are you tired. currently killing someone in a back alley, Gary? Uh, Not quite, but I want to. Just got out of a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> was it that bad, dude? Oh, yeah, it was that bad. Smooth fast. <laughs> Where are you calling from, bro? Uh, calling from Kansas City. Uh, you're you're calling from Can- Kansas, so you don't City. live in Sacramento? No, I'm traveling. No, oh, okay. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, nonetheless, congratulations! You won five hundred dollars. <laughs> I appreciate that big time. So you're traveling from Kansas City to Sacramento, and you just happen to turn us on? No, I listen to you all the time. I've, I've been listening to you. Actually, since back in the summer when you were giving away the Disney deal. Oh, okay. So not okay. the. So are you originally from here? Tell me how this is working out here, Gary. Yeah, born and raised, and you know, moved and been back and forth to see family and everything. You know, holiday time. I gotcha. Okay. Well, that it makes it makes me feel a little bit better that we got a, a local that's winning the five hundred dollars yeah. versus just some dude that just happens to be in town. Right. Oh no, no, no. Just <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I'm a. Uh, you know, born and bred, so. Okay, all right. Well, you got to tell me what this meeting was all about. Now I'm really <laughs> yeah, no, right. so upset. It's just a bi-weekly staff meeting where it gives people a chance to talk, and some people just talk too much. That's all. <laughs> you are from Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or they are. What do you do for a living? Uh, I work for a utility company, mm-hmm. uh, manage management. So uh, we supply gas service. Right. So you got like those. Uh, you got those people in this meeting that were just raising their hands to kind of show out a little bit. Some people didn't raise their. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's a little <laughs> excessive sometimes. I mean, some people just like to hear themselves, and they they feel like the louder they talk, the more people are listening, but that's the more people are falling asleep. What's the dumbest question that was asked in this meeting that made you want to go and kill that person, as you said? <laughs> Wasn't necessarily a question. So we got this one guy. You keep this between me and y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Anytime the bosses say something, he agrees with it. Oh, I think that's a great idea. And, and you know, we kind of we think he's – you know, one of those types of people yeah. but mm-hmm. every last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, when that guy talks, that's when everything goes down here. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Gary, every building's got one or two. Teacher's pit. Yeah, it's, it's the everything is great. Anything you say is great, you know, because that's the world we live in. People in those positions don't want to debate. They want to just do what they do and move on with their lives. 
That's that's a fact. Yeah, well, I, I, you and I are in the same boat, dude. I, th- I think we've been in some of the same meetings, actually. Yeah. Probably have. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> look, at, look at Kyle over there going, this guy is the truest caller this show has ever had. Ever right. in the history of ever. <laughs> because, yes. Because I notice how true y'all keep it on the show, so I figure if I call, I'm going to be the same way. And keep you know what? 100. Look, dude, last two days, we've had some good stuff. Yesterday, we talked about vacuum cleaners, which is the stupidest thing in the mm-hmm. world. But people were good. Yes. And today we got True Gary. And, True Gary. And, and I like True talking this Gary. stuff because, you know, it's not talked about often. You got to kind of be phony baloney for some people. So, dude, uh, yeah. I'm glad uh, everybody's breathing after after the big meeting. And uh, I'm glad you got the $500. What are you going to do with it, my friend? Uh, my daughter's birthday is two days after Christmas, and we were already planning on taking her on vacation, so mm. I'll use it towards that. Okay, well, at, nice. least, at least you're not saying you're going to use it, you're going to put it towards a casket. <laughs> right. not, not yet. Maybe the next meeting. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you listening and uh, all the support uh, from far and away, and when you come into town, that's awesome. Uh, congratulations, and, and give our best to your family, and happy birthday to your daughter, all right? No doubt. I appreciate that. All right, Gary. Hang on the phone. That guy's awesome. I know. Real awesome. Gary's like, he over it. <laughs> He's like, we're, we were probably the best thing that ever happened to Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just saying today, right. but I'm just saying out of that meeting. Right. Because right. you know, we've all been in that type of meeting, you know, where you're just like, oh, my God, let's just go. Stop asking questions. This for sure could have been an email. But how about Gary sitting in a meeting with us in his ear to hear when to call in? <laughs> right. I didn't even think about that. Right. So he's half paying attention anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's I, on the Odyssey app I, listening in. I swear there there could be a docu series on 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 meetings. You know because you know you have the different. You know if I were to guess, Gary's probably you know. He's a Gen X type of guy, right? He's probably around my age, probably in his 40s, you know, late 40s and whatnot. And it was just, you know, we're, we're just kind of bred differently. And especially if you've been doing something a long time and, and you've proven success, you just kind of know. Then you get some of these, you know, people that are new to whatever industry, utility industry, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, if I agree with everything, I just want a job. I just mm-hmm. want to be safe. You know, safe doesn't get you anywhere. You know what I mean? You got to take risks. Right. And, and and risks means conversations and debates and sometimes shaking that tree of liberty. Speaking up. Mm-hmm. Speaking up and speaking your mind. And you can tell Gary ain't going to play that. He's no. not. You know, I could just, I like, I'm imagining what Gary looks like. You know, mm-hmm. he's a pretty good-sized, like, manly man. Yep, wide shoulders. Yeah, wide shoulders, you know. And he, he's just a little scruffy. A little scruffy. And when that person talks, he just kind of turns around and is like, Shut up. Billy. What are you doing? Like, if Billy would just look up, he would know. Because he right. would see Gary's face and go, oh, maybe I'm talking. And nobody him. wants eye contact with Gary. Nope. Because, like, Gary's probably the OG in the room. Because he, he's like, man, this dude, that guy from Kansas City came back. Again. Don't want Gary looking at you. Right. He's staring daggers through me. <laughs> you, you know what kind of luck that dude has? He listens to the radio while he's in a meeting he and does. wins. Right. <laughs> The best look ever. Yeah. Well, that was cool. That was awesome. That was a good dude. Hi, Gary. All right. Third round of, uh, I'll do the sexiest man thing later. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you why a woman stole 60 k from a bank and what bite another woman received while snorkeling. Yeah. All right. Two big stories from today. Nelson doesn't understand the second one. I just don't get it. Yeah, like, I know who is don't. doing this? Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Uh, two big stories from today. Get your third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read 
All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Miss Nikki D. Trying to flex on TikTok has a woman facing hard time. H5. She allegedly embezzled the money to pay rent, car repairs, credit card purchases, and give money to family. The assistant branch manager of a California credit union secretly withdrew more than $60,000 from customers' accounts and spent the money on TikTok. And this is according to federal prosecutors who say she resigned from her job at the bank after they questioned her about a transaction that they made. They later find out after she um, uh, confessed to everything that what she was doing is she was on TikTok gifting her boyfriend. TikTok works a lot like the app that I stream on where you can now give people gifts that equate to money. So she's trying to keep up this persona on TikTok like she's this big wig hmm. spender and gifter and she stole those people money and she's now facing 30 years in prison. Yeah, that would be considered money laundering, right? Um, uh, no embezzlement. Yeah, embezzlement. Well, definitely embezzlement, but you're laundering the money. No, the idea behind laundering is to take money that you can't spend and have it circulated so that it is clean, clean. money. Yeah, that's what, but it, that's the, that's, she's taking uh, money that's not hers, which would be then deemed dirty, and taking it to a digital platform to someone else. I guess else they could get her on laundering charges to if, clean if it. intent doesn't matter, but I don't think she was doing that. Oh, I know what laundering money is. I see it all the time at, you know, certain places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that that would be, I, w- I would think that'd be laundering money. They didn't have her down for that as a charge. Well, as put that yet, on but there. But they right, could add it. Do it put right in. On. Write it in and yeah. tell the, the federal <laughs> prosecutors yeah. what they need to charge her with. R- write it in and, and redo the story. <laughs> we'll set it up for you again. We'll play the audio and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just silly to be doing something like yeah. that anyway. When you yeah. work at the bank, they're going to realize these large sums of money are missing out of people's accounts. And it was seven different people that she stole money from. Yeah. I think the largest amount she took out at one time was $35,000. Well, I think now the question would be is, is you know, first off, it's scary for all of us, but that somebody could do this as easily as, I'm guessing I mean, she's not a rocket scientist, but, you know, like, how did how did she do it? I ain't scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No fear. But you're the ones that actually deter the bad guys. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. you know what? I did all this work to get into this guy's account, and he's negative $5. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's going to come up. Yeah. A girl that used to stream on the apps with us, I think she did the same exact thing because she started throwing all these gifts and diamonds. And then the next thing you know, because we were close, like we talked off the app, she got let go from her job because a large amount of money went missing. And when we Ooh. heard that, we immediately thought, she stole those people's money yeah, and but, threw it around. But okay, so take bank teller, you go up to the window, you you slide your card, they're in your account. How do they then steal it? I mean, is it is as easy as they can log into a, mm. another account and transfer the money? Uh, it, it's not cash. Right. There's no way that they're stealing. I mean, if it's cash, that's nuts. Yeah. It says here that she was able to make unauthorized withdrawals while assisting other credit union members who were at the teller window to make it appear as though she had legitimate reasons to access the account. So she was playing her coworkers to give her money out of those accounts. However, mm-hmm. she, I'd, I'd be curious now she did it. I don't know. I mean, not that I'm going to do it. Yeah, but. and then how I could do it step by step. No, <laughs> you yes. can do it step by step and go to jail. Like most people have a side hustle of like Uber <laughs> or DoorDash. Nelson's going to come in. He's like, yeah, I got a second gig. I'm working at a bank. Mm-hmm. I'm a teller. That's a, <laughs> I'm a teller. That's a that's a red flag right there. Uh-oh. for us. Yeah. All right. Second story. A woman went snorkeling with gators. H six. 
I ripped the mask off and I turned and I saw it's like two little eyes like sticking out of the water. I just heard a rush of water turn around to make sure like she was okay. And I just saw the gator. I saw it, her head in its mouth. I'm 1000% with you on this story, Nelson. This comes out of Ocala, Florida. A Florida woman is snorkeling with a friend at Alexander Springs Recreation Area over the weekend and a nine foot alligator bit her in her face like her head was in the gator's mouth and she said it happened so fast that she didn't even realize it until she looked up and the gator had swam away from her and in the video that they have posted you can see her the guy she's with and the gator right behind them of course they captured the gator and they say they moved it this time they didn't kill it okay so i didn't realize that it was in the springs Mm -hmm. so usually the gators aren't in springs so I was under the impression that Dum Dum was snorkeling. Like in a river. And no, usually. So Ocala is a, like there's the Ocala National Forest. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of uh, Everglades esque type of places in Ocala. The downtown, by the way, I've had some really good times downtown Ocala. Mm-hmm. The people there are, are very interesting. Uh, so I was like, why are you snorkeling in murky uh, a murky man made lake or okay, something yeah. to that effect? But there are different springs in the state of Florida, just like in a state. But, you know, there's Wakiva Springs in central Florida and Ocala, these springs. And they're clear waters. And usually, I mean, it's a place that tons of people go. Yeah, I saw that and in the there's pictures. There's no gators. And there's, people are snorkeling, uh, but that water still doesn't look all that clear from the pictures. Like, it looks tree-esque and swamp-esque in the pictures. And a guy got bit by a gator in this same spring the week before on November the 1st. Is it I fresh, just wouldn't be out there. Is it fresh water? First question. Are you British? Why did you ask it like that? Oh, I don't know. Is it fresh water? Yes, it's fresh water. Okay. Second question. Are there alligators in the ocean? Uh, yes, they, they do go in the ocean. Son of a gun. Never mind then. I'm not going back in the water in Florida ever again then. Yeah, they, they found gators. I mean, they're saltwater crocodiles. Gators can be anywhere and everywhere, and I just wouldn't be out there snorkeling. I just always thought gators were fresh water. So the the springs, you know, the the Wakiver Springs I was talking about, I've been there numerous times. It's a lot of fun. It's like a watering hole. You know, nope. everybody jumps in. Um, no yep, different they than they said. It's all kind of things you can do there. They even do scuba diving. You know, go up to uh, like the American River and jump in there. It's, you know, you see all the people. They've got certain watering holes up in like in Auburn, and yeah, know, but gators aren't in Auburn. I understand that, but it's <laughs> uh, what I'm saying. Right. It's very similar to where everybody comes out, mm-hmm. and you can see in the water. This gator was real sneaky. Nine-foot gator. That's a big gator. Yes. Didn't have to be too sneaky nine feet long. He's huge. Thank God she didn't die. Yeah. Well, they said they think the reason why is because she had on a full face mask and not just the snorkeling, like, goggles and mouthpiece, and they think that's what saved her. Yeah. Well, she probably scared the gator. Probably. You know, and the gator snapped, like, if you were to scare a dog, and... And it was like, oh, man, my bad. I didn't mean to bite your face. Yeah, Oops. and then he just moved away. He didn't attack or a roller or nothing. That's probably why they didn't kill him. They're like, Luckily. he's a nice gator. He apologized. And mm-hmm. He just said he was taking a snoozer. <laughs> and this, and he was he didn't know it was a human being because of his weird face mask. That's but, like, how do the gators get in these restricted areas? They walk there? Or they swim I mean, there? they can't read the signs. Well, they, they do. I mean, I don't know. They, they take an Uber. I don't know. They That's take, what I'm saying. It's just not safe. They do I mean, both. Well, they, they, they don't can, fly. They can get everywhere. Have you seen it? Gators can climb fences. Oh, that's... No, I'm never even going back to Florida. I think I did see a video of that. Yeah, Google it. I've seen a gator climb a, video a, of that. climb a fence. That's to, bull. I've seen a gator go across the interstate, then climb the chain link fence, get over the fence, and go about its business. Yep. I think I saw that same video. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I've walked out my door before. I mean, I lived in Florida many, many years. Walked out my door and a gator sitting on my porch. Haven't experienced that. A bull was on my porch, though. 
A bull? bull? Mm-hmm. Like the, you just want to drop it there and move on? I mean, are you going to explain? Or like oh, cattle? I told, I told the story before. I thought you guys remember. Like, no. yes, a bull. A, a man was riding through my neighborhood, and five of them fell off his truck, and they were just in different areas of the neighborhood. And one was in my in, in my front porch when I went out to go to work. Okay, I, I've got no more gator story. She wins. Wow. Yeah. yeah I got fired and rehired that day because my boss didn't believe me. Well, let's go back to her Walmart where all the kids get beat. <laughs> The story of Nikki D. Her Walmart's kids get beat, and where she lives, she's got bulls on her front step. Bulls. Yep. Tune in tomorrow for more <laughs> adventures of Nikki D's life. I have a lot of them. All right. Nelson, uh, we probably should have this conversation just for to save us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's borderline. Correct. You know, like I think if, well, I don't want to say that, but if something were to happen to us while we're working, uh-huh. it's because he snaps. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Donkey on the edge, he right? Could. Yeah, and, he is on the edge. I right, do know that. Right now, he's on major tilt mm-hmm. because he's having some. You know, it's tough. It's tough yeah. for a father to be away from his kids first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You know, and and his kids are back in Nebraska, but one of his kids in particular is having a tough time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, probably should discuss it. Maybe we can help. I mean, it's probably you know, if I were to guess, just make it easy. It's probably his own dad's fault. Right? Oh. Nelson's fault. I don't think that that's too far off. No, I'm joking with you. He doesn't you. mean that. He doesn't I, mean that. I do. Do we have to be serious about this conversation? Or can we have to tell jokes? No, jokes? you can tell jokes. Y'all joked about me yesterday. Joke on. Oh, that's right. With your well, yeah, mm-hmm. lost IUD. But I mean, when it comes to kids, you got to be walking the line with the jokes. Hello, 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 hello. I'm Nikki's IUD. 20,000 leagues inside Nikki. So we go back. Yeah, sorry. You brought it up. <laughs> we go back. You open the door. <laughs> All right, we'll get you that story here in a minute. Hang on. Yeah, back to the BS. We appreciate you listening if you are. You're the man or woman. Mm-hmm. My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning. There's Nick D. There's Nelson and Kyle's out. Mm-hmm. Going to do sportsy stuff. Good for him. So um, it's tough. You know, I mean, even with this transition moving here, uh, you know, Nikki and I coming from uh, the other coast, uh, from Georgia, and Nelson coming from Nebraska. Uh, it, it took a minute for at least Nikki and I to get semi-settled, as we mm-hmm. still continue to get settled. Uh, you know, the transition, me being away from my wife and my family, uh, Nikki being away from her daughter. Uh, I mean, there's a lot that we sacrificed right. to, to come out here. You know, and it's it's families first. Uh, and anything in life, family should always be first. And so, uh, in Nelson's case... Uh, unlike Nikki and I, who brought our kids with us, he he decided he's like, I don't want my kids to be here. I want to be right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Get them kids. He's like, yeah. I can't have kids around if I'm Trudy in right. all no. the time on on Grinder Tinder. No, you know, no I, I got to do my thing. So his kids uh, are back in Nebraska with his with your ex wife, right? Yes, the OG Trudy. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's a str- you know. It's a struggle, you know, his, his, his oldest daughter is, is acting up in school, and I come in here every morning. Now, let me tell you something about Nelson. Nelson is a very, very good father. Yes, he is. He is. I, he is the father that I wish I always had. Aww. And it's it's the little things that I notice that I don't bring up, up very often. Okay. But I will tell you, when I listen to you take the time, and you do make the time, whether it's all the work that you have to do before this show, in the middle of the show, after okay. the show— I see you FaceTiming your daughter, and you are walking her through step-by-step with her math. Oh, yeah. And, you know, growing—you got to understand, I grew up a bastard, right? So I had a 
I never knew my biological father. I had my first stepdad who was actually really smart. And if I did need help in school, he'd help me. But I was always terrified of him because he beat me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all true story, right? And then my second stepfather, very smart guy. Again, very, very smart. Uh, but I was a teenager and I was a, I was a punk and, 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 and I was a brat. Mm-hmm. And I just never developed while we lived together that relationship. I always wanted it. Mm-hmm. You know, always, my entire life. Any boy growing up wants from his father help out with schoolwork and uh play catch play catch you know play catch mm-hmm. go go to a ball game mm-hmm. you know go, go have a moment with you and pop. and i didn't really have any of that stuff so when i see nelson do that with his kids i think that's special and that's really cool and you should be commended for it you're a good father doing everything you possibly can from a very 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 long distance away yeah, 1500 and not miles. only was he helping his daughter with the map he was helping me well, that yeah. I double can, kudos to Nelson. Yeah, I can see that he's you know, more than his daughter. No, yeah. Yeah. who knew I didn't know how to do new math? Well, well really, th- the old one either. But. I was going to say, yeah, you got to start with the old one. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough, but he was breaking it down. You know, the story was really good and getting even better until mm-hmm. you inserted yourself with you not knowing math. No, uh-huh. that's like I'm pointing out the obvious. That day that you're talking <laughs> yes. about, he was helping her. He helped me too, and I just want to give him extra kudos. Is all. Well, He's I a give, great dad. Yeah, I, I give you more kudos for helping your daughter. <laughs> That's fair. Helping the lost cause. I mean, wow. if you help that, then, dude, you're really a good dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, like either radio or teaching. Quit this job right now and become the world's best mathematician. Absolutely. He has it in the bag. <laughs> UC Davis, are you hiring? <laughs> Do you have any students like Nikki D? Because oh just God. throw them in a class with Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can educate them. So here's the problem. She's having she's she's having problems. Yeah, Penelope's starting to act out a little bit. And I think it's finally just the, the She's out nine, right? Yeah. And so I think it's finally just the move is taking its toll and me not being there. You know, like I have even still, actually, we haven't uh, updated this. I have full custody of the kids. Mm-hmm. And so when people hear that, they feel some type of way. They go, Well, what was that about? Why do you got nothing? Just my ex wife wanted to be free we were together when she got together when she was 21 she was a kid so she's never had like a, a time where she was her own person and i wasn't a great husband if we're being honest for at least half that marriage. yeah well we knew that so right fair <laughs> so the, it's not we can, a, we can leave out the obvious comments in yeah. this conversation right it's just i don't want anyone to think a certain way i don't want to think anyone to think a type of way about my ex-wife okay so i got full custody uh because i had always intended on getting a, a radio job outside of where we were at you know, that's the thing about radio, especially I morning radio is what I do. So there's only six jobs yeah. in any city. You know what I mean? That you can that you're going to be able to get and talk about how lucky you are. With it. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, thank God I met you all those years ago. Well, so the, the <laughs> what I want to say is the announcement is starting Monday. The show is going to come from Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh my God. And I wanted can to I surprise you I... and tell you because your daughter's having problems. We're moving once again. Yes. Nebraska? Yeah, we're going to Nebraska, Nikki. I, I forgot to tell you about this, but this, this is a true Definitely story. Forgot to tell me. I mean, about I that. can work remote. <laughs> you know, so we can. Definitely we can forgot go. to tell me about. That. So, what is she doing? That's acting out. She's been, uh, she's been stealing. That's awesome. That's that not, awesome. not awesome. It's not awesome, but I'm just saying it could be worse. It could be like she's given. I think she's also like back talking teachers, and she's given her mom attitude, and you know, I have to constantly. What is she like, stealing? Lunches? Stupid stuff. Lunches. Like tchotchkes I and, still and stuff. I a kid. 
No, like, God, I almost could respect her for stealing a lunch. <laughs> that would mean she was hungry. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, after, I don't you know. know. That's a whole other conversation. Well, that's also- stealing lunches. <laughs> well, but it's my it's my and my ex-wife's money problems that she used as a justification for one of them. Oh. And you start to feel bad because I go, well, who, like. How this, does she know that? Well, that's, that, I'm not going to, I'm not bash my ex type guy, but. I'm not telling her about okay. our money problems. Okay. You know what I mean? So maybe she listens to the show and you talk about might, it all the time. Might, actually. That's yeah. fair. So she was like, well, I don't even want to ask because I don't want to stress mom and dad out because I know they don't have the money for it. So she stole something Ooh, from the book fair. And, that's good. And that hurts. That cuts you deep, dude. Yeah. Well, when I, the last thing I ever stole mm-hmm. was that $1.29 Pais, Paisley Durag from right. Kmart. My summer going into my senior in high school. And, you know, I was able to talk my way out of it and stuff, but I still had to tell my mom. And I remember the night, like it was yesterday, when I told my mother, and I never will forget her response. Like I was expecting her to yell, scream, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, this is a 17-year-old guy. I was you know, big. What are you going to do to me? You know, it's like it happened. <laughs> let's move on. But she pulled the best mom card ever, and she said exactly what your daughter said. Mm-hmm. She goes, is it because we can't afford it? <laughs> and you know what? At the time, it didn't compute like it's a dollar twenty nine. We got it, mm-hmm. but it was the way she said it. She didn't even look at me. I was standing behind her in the hallway, and she was at the kitchen table, and she kind of dipped her head, and she goes, "Is it because we can't afford it? Like, oh, it's like, do you have any bread, Oliver? Please, you know, please, sir. Do, please, sir. May I have some bread? Some more. It was like one of those. And I remember walking the the walk of shame up to my room, and I had never, and I'm not a feel guilty guy. I had never felt so bad and never, yeah, since that day, I hadn't stole a thing. So your daughter's got the right way to get out of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know? she got the get-out-of-jail-free card on that one. Except the next time, like, the it's been three incidents. So I think that she got caught for a crime. She doesn't, she's not real good with time, okay? So mm-hmm. she can't tell me. I believe her when she says she doesn't remember when she stole this third thing. She grabbed something else out of, like, a little prize drawer or whatever at school, but she finally got caught with it. And of course, you know, we're not good liars. So as soon as they're like, well, where'd you get this? She didn't have it. She's stuttering. She's stammering. She's yeah, if she gets it from kid. you. Yeah, yeah she's your old man's kid. Horrible liar. I'm the worst liar. So she got in trouble again at school. That was most recently. That's when I had tipped you off to this. That was like the third time after we had taken her phone away from her for two weeks. And like, she's never been grounded before until recently. So are you bringing this up because you want me to teach her how to lie well? No. Oh. He's bringing this up because he's having issues with parenting from afar. Here's the thing. This is what I would throw your way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is, and I'm sure you probably had this conversation, but, you know, unfortunately, kids now beating them up, not literally, metaphorically, you Mm -hmm. know, yelling and screaming at them, especially, you know, I think she. She has a touch of, right? Yeah, I think. I haven't, okay. She hasn't been tested, but she definitely had delays. So she got a little touch of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing I learned from my son, who's on the spectrum, right, is that you can sit there and yell at him all you want and go old school Tom Coughlin no, and scream, nothing. and you get nowhere. Absolutely nope. nowhere. So nope. it's brains over brawn. And the a lot of kids that I've seen, you know, with my kids growing up, are very kind of, well, they're, they're very ABC. They're very black and white. Mm-hmm. They're very, this is it. Explain to me how. Oh, okay. This is what happens next. Mm-hmm. Versus when 
I was coming up, when we were coming up, it was alluded to. It was read between the lines, and if right. you don't read between the lines, you're an idiot, it's your fault, and you're getting in trouble, even though you blatantly didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? It's like the difference between a teacher and a professor. Mm-hmm. A teacher teaches out of a book, a professor gives a lecture. Right. So with Penelope, a uh, suggestion would be to go through the things that she's stealing, understand why she's stealing them, mm-hmm. if in fact it's that she wants it, but she's trying to be a good kid because she knows you can't afford it. Right. At nine, I don't think it's too young to start teaching her the value of a dollar mm-hmm. and say, look, there's a ton of things that I want that people want. That's why daddy's in Nebraska, mm-hmm. because he's working to get us those things. Right. So you, in turn, if you want something, let me know what you want. Hell, I'll buy it for her. But let me know what you want and have her work for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the problem is my parents didn't teach me the, the value of a dollar, and so now I have to learn the value of a dollar and teach it. Well, the value of a dollar, just a dollar. If you're a poker player, poker players know the value of a dollar, mm-hmm. especially if you come up playing one, two. Why? Because it, in the whole scheme of things, a dollar is nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing a poker game and the blinds are one, two, meaning small blinds one, big blinds two, and then you get the people that no one raises. So somebody's like, okay, I've got king four offsuit. Why not play? It's a dollar. Right. Or two dollars. I'm going to throw it in there. And the flop comes out. You hit something, whatnot. You get down to the river, flip the cards. You're in the hand. Now you're in for $180. Because you went Cause for a dollar. Because right. you didn't know the value of a dollar getting oh, in the pot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So know the value. That's whenever I say know the value of a dollar, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Is don't get yourself in too deep. Because you don't know when to stop because you don't know that a dollar is more like losing a dollar is worse than keeping a dollar, obviously. Right. For a minute, it sounded like you were reading me from a nursery rhyme book. You were like, they had to go down to the river and through the woods and throw a dollar and pick up a hand. I'm like, what? And then we went through the world of twisty twirlies. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's that would be a suggestion. Yes. I've kind of started that already. Like, she's got a chore system now at the house that she never really had before. and But you got to, I can't enforce it from here is the problem. Well, you could do like a, you could do a game with her. I mean, even like a verbal game. You know, if you know mm-hmm. your math questions, like you win a dollar. How black is Penelope? You play that game? No, I don't think that's a good idea. Just why don't you do like a flashcard game? That's a throwback to a game we played with me. By the way, I'm not just yeah, and, that out. And, and get it like get it on Zoom and you do flashcards, and every once she wins like a dime. That's good, or a quarter, or something like that. Okay. Or, you know, where you cap it at a dollar or two dollars. Sure. Mm-hmm. I like that. That is a good idea. So I she's like learning. That. I mean, that's actually in psychology. There's, I forget what it's called, but it's like positive reinforcement. No, it's 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 in order to pay somebody off for for good deeds or whatnot. It's 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 a, it's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe that's an idea. Okay. Paying someone off, yes. You're See, paying that's me. why he brought it up. He knew you'd give him a good suggestion. What do you yeah. think? That's pretty good, huh? I think that's a great suggestion. You didn't see that coming from I me, did you? I did not. I did not. I don't think anybody You thought it was going to be all funny ha's. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Not this kid. <laughs> he mixed it up. Not when it comes to therapy. He remixed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to speaking the truth. I speak, I speak, I speak, I speak the truth. I see. I see, I see, Thanks, I see. I said, I said, I said, I said, I speak, I said, I said, I speak the truth. It's the truth. I tell you what, if it works... I'm going to go to UC Davis and get a gig. You should. <laughs> we can be colleagues. Now you have two new career paths you can take. Yeah, we'll go out and buy some jackets with patches on uh-huh. all those. Get some pipes. That'd be awesome. Because I taught her length times width is area. What? That's because I taught her length times width is area. Oh, Nikki? Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? No. Didn't I? He just said he taught me. <laughs> that means I didn't know it. That's why I'm getting the patches. 
Well, I hope she doesn't come to you asking to play the game, too. No. <laughs> no. Can't afford that. I'm good. I know all the math I need to know. We're coming here one morning. Nikki's going to be mad. Like, keeps giving money to his daughter to play the games. I knew, <laughs> I knew some of those answers. <laughs> all right. Would you like to know who the sexiest man alive is? Nelson. I was going to say, if you're going to say Nelson. Pound for pound, sure. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not Nelson. There. All right. Well, each and every year, People Magazine throw out the sexiest man alive, which I'm surprised they still do in 2023. Uh, and it probably is no surprise to especially a lot of you women. I think a lot of ladies like this dude. I didn't know they still liked this dude, mm-hmm. but I knew they liked the dude. All right. So I'll tell you that is here in a minute. Hang on. Each and every year, People Magazine do a sexiest man alive. I keep submitting my application, but I never get it. I don't even know how they find these people. I mean, I know how they find them. I don't know what the criteria is. I haven't seen this list. I know I'm supposed to look at a lot of the stuff before we do it, but I wanted to be able to play along. So, my, can I make my guess? Sure. You you can not only you can not only guess who it is, mm-hmm. but you can guess who. Was also featured in this year's issue. Ooh. So I think it's uh, Jason Momoa. No. Oh, that's a good guess. Mm. I already looked at the list, so I know who it is. No. Okay, not Jason Momoa. No. Not even featured. No, not featured. Let's see. Who else has a movie out or coming out? Mm. Tom Cruise was last year. He's a little old for Sexiest Man Alive now. All right, spit it that out. That doesn't even matter. Just throw out some names. Yeah, Chris. I mean, Chris Evans, Chris Pine. No, no Chris's. And none of the Chris's. Zero Chris's. None of the Chris's. Okay. Um, who else is a, a handsome man in Hollywood? You said none of the Chris's. What about Liam Hemsworth? No, no. Oh, Liam. that's a good guess. We're going to be here all day. You're, okay. not, you're not even coming close. Uh, really? Give me a little. You want some clues? Yes. Oh, yes. I was going to say, give him a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> I can't wait to hear these clues. <laughs> all right. So. These are the people that were featured, not okay. the sexiest man alive. Okay. One of them likes the pee-pee in Spanish. <laughs> likes the pee-pee in Spanish. <laughs> You're not going to get also that. Also likes to possibly pee-pee on the HBO Max app. Mm, okay. Is it uh, Pedro Pascal? There you go. Dang, how did you get that? Um... Give me Max? Excuse me. No, I just know that he's the Mandalorian and he's yep. the. You got it. He's like the it guy La- right Last now. of Us. Last of Us. There it is. Yeah. Great show. I don't know who the second he person is. Them. I can give you zero clues. Do okay. you know who the second person is? I have no idea. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, yes. He is like a like a, a live, tiny little, like soft it boy that's that's been in a lot of movies. Like, did you see the new Dune? No. No. Okay. I'm not interested. You right. said soft little boy. Chalamet. Okay. <laughs> the next person uh, has one name mm-hmm. and would be more than happy to take you to your seat. Oh, what is Usher doing back on the list? There you oh, go. Oh, look at there. You got okay. that, man. I, myself a I am the king of clues. You are. I can't wait to hear this next one. I guess you have the residency in LA mm, or mm, in mm, Vegas. Mm. This next person featured on People's Sexiest Man list. Mm-hmm. Well, first and foremost, let's bow our heads and thank God he's still alive. Oh. Um, not related to red and one short of being porn. Oh. Not related to red and one short of being porn. And possibly, you know, 
Actually, I'm surprised the Kings haven't brought him in because every time we win, this would be the perfect person to light the beam. Oh, oh man, now, now that's now good. Okay. Not related to Red. But he's got to be steaming first. He does. Yeah. Steaming Willie Beeman? Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Okay, <laughs> there you go. I'm Willie Beeman. Red Fox. I was going Red Fox, Fox but I was like, I couldn't get to the Fox part. I was like, well, there's Red Foo and there's Red Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one X, short of, one X short of being porn. porn. Okay, that makes sense to me now. Okay. I love that it's the Any Given Sunday line that I knew, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, out of all of that. Uh, okay, this next artist, um, probably not happy with uh, his ex-wife's father after all of the uh, allegations in the court proceedings this last couple of years. And I'm assuming he did not deliver their baby in the basement. Oh, that's good. But the good news is he can always call on his daughter to get Batman to help. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, um, what's her name? Lenny Kravitz's kid? Yeah, Zoe. Lenny Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. Yeah. yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Beautiful girl. Beautiful parents. Mm-hmm. Lisa, oh, Lisa Bonet. Yeah, Lisa, yeah, Lisa Bonet. Oh my God, God Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz. I mean, like, let's just be honest. That's a sexy a round man. of applause. Yeah, All right. All right. The last person before we get to people's sexiest man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's probably int- this is interesting. But not shocking because of what has happened recently. Um, he is in very, very good shape, especially his buttocks. Really tight. Who's got a tight butt? Mm. Not Native American. Not Native. Butt hangs out with a lot of them. He's not, he keeps hitting butt hard. And I don't like. I want to go look at his butt. Has nothing to do with his butt. It has nothing to do with his butt. No, those. That's why they're called clues. It's they're not literal. I know, but you like you just kept butts. <laughs> He's not Native American, but he hangs out with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You just want to shake it off and move I on. Just, yeah, I just go. I'm not gonna get it. Oh, shake it off. Oh, oh is it uh, Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. Yeah. yeah. Dang it. <laughs> God dang it. It's Jason Kelsey. Uh. Yeah, Jason Kelsey. Sorry. Oh, it's on it's the Jason. Se- oh, it's Jason Kelsey, not Travis Kelsey. Oh, it's on the sexiest man alive, Jason, Jason Kelsey. Kelsey. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking what Jason, not so much. Travis, yes, I get understand. So, yeah, yeah. Travis. my bad. My bad clue giver. But I was oh. given tight butt, tight end. You're good. I got to the Kelseys, which oh, Chiefs. tight end. Yeah. Chiefs, son of a but it's Jason Kelsey. It's Jason. All right. Tight end. And the People magazine sexiest man alive for 2023. You want to guess this one? Brian Reynolds. Um no, but actually, funny enough, going back to Jamie Foxx uh-huh. and being steaming Willie Beeman, okay. this person, they would have a blast rhyming, but they would have to go get a Big Mac first. Oh. Big Mac, steaming Willie Beeman. Big Mac. Mac, Mac Dre did. did if you well. close your eyes, mm-hmm. fall asleep, asleep, and have that you-know-what, You'll know who this person is. Yes. What is it called? Now, you might not be able to do it here, but if you were back in Alabama, you definitely would be able to do it. Dreaming. Something about a dream. Something about sleeping with a sister. You're almost there. Who slept with his sister? <laughs> Why are you talking Focus like Focus more on the dream. The dream. Dreaming. Dreaming, Willie Beeman. Dreaming. Dreaming. All right. Here's, here's, I'll, I'll give it away. Yeah, give it away. I feel so stupid. And here's, where, here's what I would do to give you the answer. Mm-hmm. I would... 
I would meet you at Tiffany's. For breakfast? No, for jewelry. And I'd turn off all the lights. (laughs) Okay. And then I'd have them turn the lights on and surprise you. And I would say, pick one. And that would be your answer. Who's that named Diamond? Dreaming Diamond? Diamond Dallas Page? Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> oh, Sweet McDreamy. Home Alabama. McDreamy. <clears throat> McDreamy. Dr. McDreamy. That Demon makes Willie. a lot of sense based on your tease before we went into this segment of 10 minutes ago when you said it, that he's still regarded as that. Yeah, from Grey's Anatomy. I didn't even know Grey's Anatomy was still on television. Yeah, but he's not even been on Grey's Anatomy for like years at this point. Oh, well, he's... He's the sexiest man alive. He's a good-looking man, too. I mean, yes. He is, but he's older. I'm just like, they couldn't find anybody else. Loverboy? Yeah, I was just hearing her say, a lot of people don't know, <laughs> he did a movie called Loverboy. <laughs> with, like, what, Lou Ferrigno? Was it Lou Ferrigno in it? No. 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 Um, but um, uh, there were like Princess some- Leia was in it. Yes. And yeah. There was some other. There was some other. And the like, guy from Mel's female. Diner. Oh, yep. He was in it, and it was a fantastic. Um, what's her name from uh, Look Who's Talking? Kirsty Alley. Alley. Yep. She was in it, and it is such a great cheesy '80s movie yep. where he works at a pizza joint. He needs to make extra cash. <laughs> His girlfriend from college broke up with him, but he needs to make money so he can go back to college so he can win her back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so during the summer, he starts at this pizza place and. I forget how it starts, but these women who just need companionship started ordering extra anchovies anchovies on their pizza, which meant that was him. He would take the, and he would go over there, and then he yeah. started to sleep with them. He became a yeah. became a prostitute. He was lover boy. He was lover boy, and he was <laughs> wooing these women. I want to go watch that. But that it's like, it's, it's like, it's very artistic and very well done, and it's not like your typical man whore type mm-hmm. of thing. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's like a guy version of Pretty Woman. Kind of, you know, where yes. it's like, where it's like, she's she's a she's a whore. Because yeah, he was, pros- re- yeah, he was reluctant to get into it, right? But then he was just providing, like he, Bailey said, companionship, right? Yeah. I wish you would have just told me that he was working for the weekend, and then I would have been able to get. I could have gone there, but I'm surprised. You know, like you could. I, I don't think they do like sexiest women alive anymore, right? No, because it's no. chauvinistic. Because women, you know, I guess nowadays don't want to be called sexy. I do. Uh, I would. I do too, man or woman. <laughs> Give me a compliment, please. I do. You can't compliment a soul nowadays. Tell me you I'm can't ready. even say nice shirt. Tell right. me I'm sexy. You can't even tell a joke. Tell no. me I smell good. Right. Say something. <laughs> Just say something nice. Yes. I'm terrified. I want around all. here. Terrible. Like last night, I was talking to this girl, and I was having a conversation with her about working for the FBI and stuff. But she's young. Uh-huh. And what was interesting to me is that she's so young and she's so like good at her job and into her job, she's got no social life, like zero. Mm-hmm. So that fascinates me. Of course, the next question would be, you know, dating. Mm-hmm. But I actually filtered myself and didn't go there because I was like, read the room, yeah, pig. Re- read the state, you know, like this is where you're at. And yeah, like, why do you care? Why are you hitting? As soon as you say something like that, you're hitting on me. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you're married. Why are you? I'm just curious. Right. I'm asking questions. Don't I mean, the heavy questions. breathing you were doing probably didn't help. When I had my shirt <laughs> off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was tweaking my nipples. <laughs> the good nips. <laughs> All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where 200-year-old letters were found and who stole a golden toilet. All right. We'll get you all that here in a minute. Damn. Just writing stuff down to talk about. I only got like a minute or two. Oh. Anyway. As always, appreciate you listening. It's the BS. I'm losing my brain. Mm. Uh, my name's Jason Bailey right there. That's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Don't forget, Big Fat Bribe, 98 Rocks, Big Fat Bribe. 
It continues. We had a $500 winner earlier this morning. The song is My Chemical Romance. Welcome to the Black Parade. Mm-hmm. That is the song you're listening for. Be caller 18 when that plays next. Win yourself 500 duckies, 916-909-0985. Quickly, Nikki D, anything on the text machine? Tell Jason to go to Cattleman's. It's off of Adian Taylor, not far from Roseville. Very good food. I love Cattleman's. We've been there a couple different times. That's not fancy, though. It's, it's like, I don't like, it's fancy enough for me. It's fancier I don't think than that's fancy. Like, I don't know what you guys think fancy pants is, but I'm pretty low budget guy when it comes to fancy. Ruth Chris. That's too fancy. But Ruth Chris is not even good. Mm-mm. So, I mean, we, I just made uh, reservations for Land that. Ocean. I've always wanted to I go like to Land Ocean. Yeah, Land Ocean's good. Plus, I can go get a uh, massage. But you want to the one in the mall, not the actual restaurant? Hell yeah, the mall. Okay. I love me the mall. <laughs> did Nikki D forget she reported the Simpsons news yesterday? I did not report the Simpsons news yesterday. We talked about the Simpsons in regard to shows with scenes and things being taken out. The good news is you remembered us talking about something the with the Simpsons two days in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's called radio new radio show progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are catching on. We're going to be a juggernaut in this city because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bailey Show. Thought you would be interested to know, but the War of the Worlds panic never actually happened. Really? <laughs> really. No, somebody, that's, well, it's, a, I don't know. It, there were people that killed themselves because of that broadcast. Oh, my God. I didn't know that went that far. Yes, that is true. Don't have any idea what it's even about. There was no, like, there was no crazy panic in the streets, but there were oh. people yeah, that Some reacted. people bought into it. Yes, there were people that reacted. That's why you can't do hoaxes on the air anymore. Last one real quick. Just want to give a big shout-out to Jeopardy Jeff for the win. My wife's going to love seeing Green Day. Let's go. Let's go. All right. You got anything before we get out there, Ms. Snickety? Teach me math and call me pretty. That's great. That's a T-shirt. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> All right, Nelson. Just be on the lookout for them. <laughs> All right. Get our podcast. We uh, release a new episode of the BS Uncensored each and every Wednesday. Today just happens to be Wednesday. Uh, it's on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, anywhere you get your podcast, the video version is on our YouTube channel, at The Bailey Show. On top of that, if you don't mind, give us a like, share, follow, at Listen to the BS on social media. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.